0: Yo, and welcome to the 18th episode of Lake of Rage, a Pokemon trading card game podcast. I am your host, Kevin Clementi, aka Mellow underscore Magikarp, and I'm joined today by two very special, very temporary guest hosts joining us for the too many times, honestly. Like, let's just say eighth time Grant, aka Boo CK.
1: Benry Bless. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And joining us for the first time on, I think, the literal other side of the world, we have Henry Brand, aka Benry TCG.
2: Thank you for having me, Mella and Boo.
0: <laughs> so today we're gonna get to know our special temporary guest host a little bit better with some of those rapid strike questions. We're, as always, every time Grant is on here, he wants to rant about something he hates. He is just a very, very angry person. So we're gonna get into a Grant rant, and then we're gonna get to know. a little bit more with henry on mewtwo just all about it the man has made a living as the expert of mewtwo and mew tag team gx so we're going to get into some of that stuff and then we'll get into some questions from twitch chat as always we're recording this live on twitch.tv slash mellow underscore magic
3: i'd like to note that i've given henry a run for the mewtwo deck building but Oh, have you? Yeah, well, we can talk about that later. I, I, gave, it a, I gave it a good shot, but uh, there's, well, I learned from you, so cool. we'll, get it, we'll get into it later. But Oh my gosh. I tried.
0: It's actually the one you quote unquote created. It's very fun, but we'll get into that later, okay. like you
3: said. So you. Grant, how has your week been? Uh, pretty good, I guess. Just playing some Pokemon, not really playing too much of standard, uh, trying to learn Legacy. Ooh. For our event on Thursday, I'll shout that out. gamers running it, uh legacy packs and stuff involved in pricing. Um, Thursday at two, I think, central. so I've been learning that. It's been a lot of fun, and then just playing post rotation stuff today. uh sack, sack one so with with my um ghost rider list. <laughs> so proud of him. He made the invite because of it, and so did delock.
0: yo let's go. <laughs> so
3: we we all got in.
0: know the squad out here yeah and for those of you listening because always listening at different times the legacy event is july 15th thursday july 15th so depending when you're listening to this it might have already happened but if it hasn't free to play the first place gets some sort of legacy pack i don't know and for those why would i want a legacy pack worth a heck of a lot on ptcgo to have an unopened legacy pack so you should check it out and if you need dm me i got you on some cheap lists don't worry cheap and good lists Henry, how's your week been?
2: Been good, yeah. It's been good. I've been getting back into Pokemon more recently, so that's been, I guess, the the bulk of my time. Um, Starting so to stream a bit more, I'm trying to start up coaching again as well. There's not a huge demand for it, but uh, that's that's if, not. Hey, true. if it's there, it's yeah. Well, I getting into the right channels, but uh, I think I had the other night, the first night in a while, where I was like, it, it gets like 11 p.m. and then I'll start like thinking Pokemon, and, and then it'll be like 2 a.m. and I'm just like. Off the rails on some bizarre concept that i know will not work and only make sense at 2am um (laughs) and the next day i'm like what was i thinking but yeah it's nice to nice to be back on those kind of things
0: so anyone listening to this because some of you have asked me for coaching which is a terrible decision uh henry (laughs) reach out to him that is another person (laughs) i didn't know uh so you've been streaming i mean you've streamed before but you've been back to it i love yeah a little bit more casually But, like, you explain things so well. Like, it's really a pleasure to listen to.
2: I'm glad to hear.
0: Like, so many top players, I don't think they realize what they know that none of us know. And they're just like, yeah, this is the optimal play. And watching, it's like, wait, why? And you do a good job (laughs) of, like, explaining, like, oh, this plays around this and this, and this gives me this win condition while avoiding this win condition for my opponent. So, anyone who hasn't listened, what is your Twitch
2: yeah um benray underscore tcg the thought process of like what card
3: goes here for what reason uh goes back to sander uh last week you know there's specific reasons for each card when you want to find it what's how many you need and all that uh uh henry does a really good job of explaining that when he's building the deck and uh can't um simp his stream more than (laughs) more than that <laughs> I mean I could. Thank I'm not very a such simp- guys. I, I don't simp for anybody. So that's a lie. What? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I've seen you gift subs to Azul. <laughs> no, I've I've never been called a simp. I've never simp for anybody ever. <laughs> this is just a fan. Just a dutiful right. fan. There you go. Just, yeah.
0: Although I do have to say, I was well, we'll get into this. Well never mind. I was gonna bring up some of the old Mewtwo decks that you built Wall Street. We'll that's future. We'll
1: get small. into them. Yeah, 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 we'll get into
2: yeah.
0: it So uh we're gonna go ahead and start with these. Ra- oh wait, no. I want to talk about my week real quick because okay, I had go I got called for jury duty. You, y'all have jury duty in Australia?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, so, we we've got a, we've got a functioning kind of society going on. I mean, all it's the right? penal colony, it's, it's, it's the Wild West, or the lawless <laughs> outback.
0: <laughs> we'll get into that too. But I don't mean, I don't know because not all countries have like this concept of like you get called in for. So I I don't know. You gotta you gotta ask. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Someone listening to this is currently yelling at me for not knowing anything about Australia. Well deserved. <laughs> when you hear the rapid strike questions, you'll know I know nothing about Australia. But uh, I got called in for jury duty. It's virtual. It's sick. I don't got to go to the courthouse. I have to check my email all day from 8 a.m. to 4 30 p.m. to see if I get an invite to a virtual meeting to potentially get picked to be on a jury. So there I am sitting on the couch all day from 8 to 4 30 email open i ain't getting nothing which is cool i guess i don't know i mean i would have actually liked to have done jury duty but it's like yeah y'all couldn't have just like called me the day before and been like nah bro we we don't need you like we got too many so that was a that was just a miserably boring day
3: (laughs) Yeah, last, last picked <laughs> like, <laughs> It was. come on guys I'm a good juror pick me
0: right I've always had theories though like because it depends what's going on like I'm bro I'm a teacher I feel like that's an automatic red flag for certain people because it's like oh bro this dude's soft we don't want him <laughs> we can't have someone with empathy on the jury we don't want that
1: I don't do uh,
3: litigation but when I was in law school and clerking the uh I'd I'd get sent to the library to go find jury books to go look at profiles of people and certain things for certain cases. And it was pretty interesting to see. So, yeah, it might have just been whatever was on for the day that you, you know, you didn't even get to the screening part. But jury selection is pretty interesting as far as the American system goes. I don't know how it goes down
2: in Australia. I don't know the fine details, but I'd imagine it's somewhat the same.
0: <laughs> For those who don't know, Grant's real job is a uh, some sort of law thingy. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the details. I probably don't want to know the details. Like a don't ask, don't tell situation, but
1: <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Man.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the less, I mean, the less I know about the law, the better. Same. Henry, <laughs> 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 are you going to school?
2: Um, yeah, I am at the moment. What are you studying? Um, I'm doing general science, so I had to, it's just like a pathway to get into the next degree, and then I'll narrow down what I want to exactly study, but.
0: Okay, let's go.
2: Figure it out. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking either engineering or, uh, zoology, both very different kind of (laughs) avenues, and I think I have to decide what I value more, employability or, um, (laughs) satisfaction. So, we'll, we'll get there eventually, but, uh, no rush to decide just yet,
0: I mean zoology you can like steve erwin it right
2: yeah right i I, bad bad example example. (laughs) no you have the just that's
0: r.i.p bro you got the personality to like i could see it i could see it (laughs) we'll see zoo engineering bro chat's got it okay anyway that's it (laughs) let's go ahead and get into those rapid strike questions let's get to know uh henry a little bit better so some are pokemon related but honestly most of them are not So I'm going to give you 60 seconds to answer as many of them as you can. No explanation. Just yes, no. This is my favorite. You know, something like that. The record is 17. We have three people tied with it. Most people don't get that far. All right. So we'll see how you do. Are you ready? Never. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Question number one. Do you ride kangaroos to school? No. If you're a gym leader, what type would you specialize in? Dark. Checkers
1: or chess? Chess. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Favourite Pokemon? Mewtwo. Last food you ate? Toast. Favourite dessert? Ice cream. Favourite deck you've ever played?
2: Uh, Tentatromus Magus.
1: Fight
0: one kangaroo-sized spider or 100 spider-sized kangaroos?
2: 100 spider-sized kangaroos.
0: Malamar or Greninja? Greninja. Winter or summer? Summer. Wake up early or stay up late? Both. <laughs> Is Vegemite real food or just a prank? Real food. How long past the expiration date would you drink milk?
2: None. No days.
0: How many pull-ups can you do in a row? None. One. <laughs> One. Ice cream cake or brownies? Um, brownies. Least favorite vegetable? Uh, carrot. And that is time. So Benry is tied. Although technically you went a little over on then, but you did tie. You were the fourth person at 17 (laughs) questions. 75%. Let's go. That's a C. Some
3: good answers.
0: (laughs) That's a lot
3: to talk about.
0: (laughs) I am very impressed that you were not phased at all at a variety of the questions. I was really hoping I was going to get you. Look at the (laughs) spider kangaroo one or something like that.
3: I wrote down Vegemite. I knew that you'd have to have a question about Vegemite in there. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> like, I, I don't get Vegemite.
0: Like, I asked Henry this on stream, too, but...
2: Yeah, let's, let's get it out of the way. <laughs> Vegemite is both a prank and real food. Both should have been the answer, but uh, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with Vegemite. People, like, some people are having a go at me uh, that when I eat, like, Vegemite on toast, right? Don't get me wrong, it's like an experience. It's a little bit of a trial kind of thing. You, you're putting yourself on the line. It's good. But I don't put butter with it, and apparently a lot of people do in Australia, and they're like, you need butter, it needs to, like, reduce the veg Vegemite, but I, I don't know, I don't don't get around it. <laughs> but it's also just a nice tourist trap, so. People so, put butter on toast, and then put, like, jelly or jam or that's a peanut crime. butter itself on it, like, still. A
0: crime, that's delicious.
4: You do not mix...
2: You do not mix butter with peanut butter. You just put the peanut butter on. It's already got butter in the name. Why do you need more? And <laughs> it's not butter. You Americans in your <laughs> cholesterol, I tell you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, we are the number one country for obesity for a reason. We know how to eat.
2: And you, no one's coming close to this, <laughs> yeah. right? You butter and your peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck getting us.
0: So wait, uh, I've heard Vegemite is an acquired taste, and you were kind of alluding to that concept. So yeah, for yeah. both of you, Are foods that are acquired tastes, why would we ever want to acquire that taste? Like, because you hear that all the time with things, right? You're like, oh, you just have to acquire the taste. Then it sucks. Why do I want to torture myself (laughs) to end up liking this thing eventually? Is it actually worth it ever?
2: (laughs) I think so, because I think that they've got like unique flavors to it, but there's usually, the way I look at it is that it's acquired taste because there's good parts to it, but there's usually one overwhelming... Not necessarily bad, but, like, quirky flavour, like, something that's, like, super sour or super bitter. Things that aren't bad in moderation, but there's just, like, a lot of it at once. And so I think once you acquire that, it becomes, like, a bit unique. I don't know. I don't think it's, like, objectively bad, it's just, like, you gotta adjust to it.
3: Yeah, I think it's also, like, done right. Things that are done well, done right, versus, oh, you've had it this way, you need to try it this way, and it's, it's better. Vegemite might not be the same, because it's a, a spread. But, like, certain um, meats and, and vegetables, like a roasted versus whatever, pre- prepared. Uh, trying it the way it's meant to be done, executed properly, is totally different than just doing it yourself or getting it from Arby's. Like, Arby's. Roast <laughs> beef. People say, that sucks. A good roast beef sandwich is awesome. Yeah. Also, Arby's is pretty good. But what? My, that's my point.
0: That was a terrible oh, they,
3: take. Well, yeah, because I do like Arby's. So, But you get what I'm saying, right? Uh, taco Bell. I'll taco, oh, wait till you have a good taco. Well, taco Bell's pretty good. Too. Okay, I'm destroying my own argument. Crossing this one <laughs> off the Grant rant. <laughs>
0: No, not as I'm not a, anything. Anytime <laughs> I have something and I'm like, I don't like this. And someone's like, it's an acquired taste. Just power through it and keep going and you'll like it eventually. It's like, no, why don't I eat something but that uh, I don't like?
3: Other than like a Vegemite, I can't think of something that's like that. So, Maybe anchovies.
1: I can
0: see that. Uh, the Because one that everything else be a
3: fish mind. or something. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, I was thinking mm. beer is the one that always comes to my mind. Oh, I absolutely hate one. it. And the first time I tried it, and they're like, no, 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 just just keep drinking and it gets better. And it's like, I mean,
2: in theory, yes. I mean, but... <laughs> I, I didn't like I didn't like beer when I first had it, and now I really like it, so I think it's fine.
0: You've no, got, see, but you, you just know. I I'm not a fan of the like bro, just power through it. It's fine.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I think I think your argument's a bit flawed here. I mean, I was like <laughs> think about it like this way. This is this is my logic for this. I was like the fussiest kid ever, right? I literally wouldn't eat like anything i didn't eat a vegetable until i was like 15 or something I mean, you don't like carrots like, that's <laughs> i don't like raw like... carrots cooked carrots are fine okay I just had to least favorite <laughs> well i had to there's probably i probably have more least favorites but anyway <laughs> heat of the moment kind of stuff heat of the moment you got to me um <laughs> uh, anyway i was like the fussiest kid and now like i'll eat anything but if i had have thought like oh well i don't like it you know it must be an acquired taste i'd be sitting here at like 22 eating chicken nuggets every day
0: wait are we not all doing that (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) yeah who doesn't love chicken nuggets i don't know i feel like because like your taste changes as you age right like obviously all kids love chicken nuggets most adults love chicken Bro, chicken nuggets are good terrible example (laughs) but like your your taste changes like mushrooms like eventually your mushrooms are just good, but that's just because, like, I feel like you age into liking mushrooms. You don't just shove them into your face till eventually you're like, yeah, I like this. Grant's Who said mushrooms are good? Uh, you don't like mushrooms? No. Or you eat steak. They,
3: you put they, yeah mushrooms on the steak. Why would I add a mushy, slippery thing on top of a hearty hunk of beef?
0: No, because it adds to the savory. It's umami. <laughs> it adds to that savory flavor.
3: I don't need that. I've got <laughs> meat, uh Henry's from Australia. They have great cattle down there. I'm from the midwest. We have great cattle- we don't you don't need to add that a little salt, a little pepper. Let's cook it. Let's go.
0: Henry, you're Come the third on. party mushrooms on steak mm-hmm.
2: uh I don't eat a terribly huge amount of steak, so and the amount <laughs> that I've had, I've had probably less than five steaks in my life, and I've never what? had mushrooms on any of them, yeah, yeah take henry out to steak dinner
0: there, okay. <laughs> there you go next worlds i guess would be the next or whatever whatever event you're at with grant he'll <laughs> take you to steak
2: lovely
1: <laughs> we're gonna do it right
0: bro steak's delicious i'm don't worry don't worry henry you will eat more steaks i believe right. in you <laughs> unless you go the dark side and become vegetarian then
2: yeah look i'm considering it at this point but Maybe you have to hold off until Grant buys me a steak. And then after that, (laughs) convert. (laughs) I got you. I got you. I'll keep you on on the light side.
0: (laughs) So, Grant, you have some rant. I don't know. All right. Everyone listening to this, I apologize in advance, just in case. I don't know what he's going to yell about this time, but...
2: I'm ready for this
3: one. (laughs) Yeah, and I actually... It might be a part of of something Henry said earlier. I'm gonna save some of them for uh, two weeks. Might do like a rapid strike grant rant type <laughs> deal. But the the main one, and it goes back to my whole theme that I've had, is that Pokemon doesn't care about you, the player, right? Competitive game. We've we've seen it before uh, earlier this year when they said uh, coin flips in the game makes it available for a young kid to pick up the cards and, and compete against the Henry Brand so the balance is there right and that's fine glad I've become the scapegoat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> example just because you're here yeah. uh, but you brought up um, the Mismagius right Oof. they banned it they said yeah. no but they reprinted it same with Bilalba and Bryson man and yet we've never seen those cards why haven't we seen those cards? Pokemon's gone gone so far to show that they will sell a product in a box just to sell a product in a box. And I will prove to you that by the V-Union mechanic. They're only selling your V-Unions in a box. So you have to go buy a box. Three boxes originally. So you're always going to have to be buying boxes. In the middle of the pandemic, we ran into shortages. So they started printing more supply. That supply, if you haven't checked a booster box recently, the quality has been terrible. No quality assurance. Nobody's looking at these. They're very bad. Mis- miscut, misprint, and mistextured. Yet, they're willing to give you all of that, but not a reprint of a card. My question is is it because there's no worlds? Is there no need to. We've seen the shift towards unifying the format with Japan. They're never going to do monthly, but
1: is it because there's no worlds that there's no urgency to give us cards that are standard legal? Hmm. I think, like, there's an interesting idea there, which
0: is, without competitive, why why does anyone care?
1: Player's Cup kind of exists. Like, it is technically there, right? It's a thing. Yeah. That's another
3: grant rant. We haven't they're not even playing it yet, they're playing it in an old format. Or they did whenever they show it. Who cares?
0: Yeah, that's that's just upsetting. Yeah. That's that's a whole different rant that yeah. I do fully agree yeah. with on you. No right. one wants
3: to watch that trash.
0: As much I as think, I love
2: that. I think there's a I think there's potentially a couple different reasons for like some of the things you brought up. So like the V unions in a box you in boxes you could argue that is actually good because then you don't have to pull each four of the V unions. Um, but I do agree they're kind of, at least at this moment, they look a little bit, um, more like a spectacle than anything. Like, they don't seem terribly playable just by the inherent mechanic. Um, you know, like, if you prize one, you can't play the game. And so, either they're not playable because of that, or, like, they're very niche, uh, or they print enough support that they are playable, and then they're, like, horrendously broken because they've forced it way too much. And um, that's a whole, that's a whole other thing. But then, in terms of, like, the quality assurance, uh, I think is... Is almost like not necessarily a slide against players, but quality assurance is almost a slide against collectors more than anything. Absolutely, Which I'm not exactly against personally. No. I've got my own whole rant about collectors, but um, that's uh that's another that's another that's another thing. But yeah, I don't know. I think like they just don't really care too much at the moment. They, absolutely not. Yeah, they they don't care about you. They
3: care about your money, and they're gonna get it, and they have to print it and get it out there. And if there's new gimmicks like this, like a, a V Union box or whatever, it's going to sell. Everything sells off. It was funny when all the, the runs started going at like Target and Walmart, the only thing left on the shelves was the ADP Zation battle deck. <laughs> 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 that was the only thing people didn't want. <laughs> the little tins, everything was sold out.
0: You could still find those too. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's, it's amazing. <laughs> those things haven't left. But
0: I think though, like the collectors are what matters. Like, I wish it didn't happen that way as someone who plays and doesn't care about collecting anything but the occasional Gyarados card. But like, we're not buying cards. I haven't opened a box for myself. I opened one box in my whole life <laughs> of, a, of cards. Like, I don't buy them. I buy the stuff from the collectors where they're like, oh, what am I supposed to do with all these drizzles? Like, quarter each, I got you. (laughs) Like, don't worry about that. So I think in the end, the collectors are the ones that they have to cater to, though, because we buy from the collectors to get our cards cheap. And the collectors, Hmm. I don't don't know what they do. They stare at their cards. Shout out to any collectors. Let me know. Post on the YouTube comments. Let me know what you do, because I'm.
3: Well, it is got to catch them all, I guess, you know. That is the the main That's thing, true. but also, why have a competitive trading card game if the competitors aren't enjoying it all the time? Like, yeah. we can all agree, Vivid Voltage was crap. Was <laughs> the no set good. or
0: the meta or both. <laughs> both. both.
2: <Yeah. laughs> I, we're just such like a microcosm of the of the actual like card games, like trading card game sphere. Like in terms of Pokemon, like the competitive aspect is such a microcosm that it's like. It's difficult to always have our needs met, I guess.
0: I think Battle Styles showed that, right? Like, Battle Styles had some very beautiful chase cards, but it was a competitive set, and it didn't Mm. sell as well, which seems so stupid to me. Like, there were so many people, like, there's no chase cards. Like, bro, you've seen that Empoleon? Like, that card's beautiful. (laughs) Like, why isn't that a chase card? So, like, you're right. There's no... Well, there's not no way, but it's really hard to find that balance between here's a game and here's your Rainbow Rare Charizard or whatever.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, we could take that to the next level, another Grant rant. I was going to save for when I was on with Doom because he's an artist, right? But the Rainbow Rares themselves, we're seeing... God, I hate those. uh, Yeah, we're seeing in the Evolution or uh, Evolving Skies... Uh, battle styles. Some really cool art. The alt art is really cool, and mm. et, that's worth chasing. But yet they still print the rainbow rares. Why? Stop! <laughs> Nobody wants it. But now there's 30 more cards in a set, or 15 more cards, and they're beefing it up. Nobody wants that. The same with the reverse hollows. What? My I thought love is, reverse yeah, hollows. Get out of here! The they wore, shiny. They're shiny. Terrible. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> I almost yeah, only play reverse hurt. hollow. <laughs> I my my only thought is that there's a printing printing process. Like you have if you print a hollow, you probably have the rest of the cut of a card. Hmm. So print the reverse hollows. And the reverse that's hollow is thought. all the
0: same pattern. Right? Like every psychic reverse hollow has the
3: same pattern that they probably just show. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's like it takes no effort.
3: So that that's my only explanation for that, but just throw in uh give us back heart gold soul silver energy in the reverse hollow spot or something you know like make it more entertaining uh it was fun with the amazing rares uh they end up not being playable they might be in the in the future but give us give us that dynamic at least to opening and and collecting cards again Mm.
0: quick hatred on the rainbow rares (laughs) i was casting the uh tabletop's irl tournament. Yo, shout out. Anyone in Washington tabletop runs an IRL tournament every Friday night at 6pm? You should check it out. And I'm casting it every Friday night at 6pm. Someone was playing a Rainbow Rare something. I still don't know what it was. Just like, why is this card ex- like, It's So it doesn't look good. It looks so I can't bad. can't tell what it is. Like, why is this here?
1: Like, I, I hate
2: that. It's cards. so obnoxious as well. I'm convinced it's like a strategy from some people to like use like, like Rainbow Rares only if they're playing multiple. Remember to I played against like someone who used to play Pika a lot, would play rainbow Pikas and Raichus, and I swear to god, half the time I'd be like, what is that on your bench? <laughs> or, like, was the a and everything just, like, blurs together, I'm convinced it's some kind of, like... Was it Kiwan? Jungle Warfare, yeah, there was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> see it on, of... on the world stream, you couldn't see it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You see there's what there's he's playing! Jungle warfare. I'm convinced. Um, but anyway, like, it just it gets so confusing, and I think I think the cards look objectively terrible, especially nowadays. I thought the like the tag team rainbows and like the gx rainbows were one thing but now they look even worse yeah it's just horrendous because they all shine the same pattern so it hits the
3: light you can't even see any detail on it yeah yeah i'm never gonna get behind rainbow rares
0: alt arts yeah i'm never gonna play them i can't bro i can't afford that or i choose not to afford it one of those
3: And they give the artists, like, more opportunities to actually expand their abilities, and we're seeing how talented they really are. Like, besides Mm -hmm. a small
2: box, we're seeing the full arts look incredible. I think that's actually um, a thing as well. If they make the art uh, for non-competitive, like, chase cards really, really good and make them a huge chase card but that aren't playable cards, it drives the price of the playable cards down for us because collectors open things so much and they value, like, let's say there's, like, a Snorlax or something that's amazing art um what was the one tyranitar but the cards aren't explicitly playable all the other ones get driven down as a result because they crack open more cards and things like that which i think is really good if they can keep doing that rather than make the yeah. playable cards super expensive
0: and also reprinting Absolutely. the playable cards in the set with the chase stuff like i can go to tcg mm. play right now and buy a Crobat v for three
2: dollars like so good
0: remember did was like a 40 or 50 dollar card at one point because there was that awkward like dedene sucks you just play tapu lele and as people forgot rotation happens and rotation happened everyone's mm. like you need four didenes because that's i don't know how many you play in your worlds list it was like at least three right
2: right yes yeah, right you
0: played three Tord had three or four and everyone's like oh we need these and the cost you know skyrocketed and it's so nice mm. they shoved it in shining fates collectors are like oh i got another crobat go get it for three bucks it's so nice
2: but I mean you know we're talking about prices now they're very manageable compared to back i don't know if you guys when did you guys start playing i don't know Mallow you started like twenty sixteen ultra
0: prism the, Mallow. Uh, the 2017?
2: yeah yeah, okay what about you
3: grant uh I went to my first uh i r l stuff after you won worlds okay so yeah
2: um well back back in like twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen which is when I started um a new set would come out, I remember Plasma Blast came out, uh, or even, like, Plasma, Plasma Freeze, but Plasma Blast came out. If you wanted to build Arisian Genesect, there were two different arts, and the cheaper one costs, like, 35 AUDH, or something like that, for nice. Arisian Genesect. And so you're forking out, like, $250 for, for, like, the new deck on release, but even then, the prices didn't go down that much as well because how else could you get the cards and the pull rates of the sets back then were so low you get about four exes a box or something with only two arts each and it's like crazy
0: that's like getting uh jirachis for denver regionals i had been holding off because i was like this has to go down eventually right and then i'm like i just i love picarom i have to play this deck 25 (laughs) bucks a piece and i was like the whole rest (laughs) of the deck was incredibly cheap but a hundred dollars for the play set of jirachis like all right i guess i got (laughs) buying a plane ticket i may as well just drop this money but that was a that was the last big like thing i've ever purchased and otherwise cards have been pretty cheap yeah i've noticed i mean shadow rider was pretty expensive upon release but i guess Mm. that's a whole other thing v maxes have two ultra rares so to play a 4-4 v max line you're playing eight ultra rares to play a 4-4 zorark line you're playing four ultra rares it's a pretty massive difference. not to mention a regular art versus essentially you're playing a full art VMAX. So you're playing four regular arts plus four full arts to play a 4-4 four, four VMAX line instead of four common and four regular art ultra rares. The Yeah. Pretty massive difference there.
2: Pretty being not, not to mention the gameplay difference as well, but even just from <laughs> a monetary, monetary thing, it's pretty big.
0: Do you not like VMAXs? <laughs>
2: Might be a bit of a controversial opinion, uh, you know.
0: I, I, they're so minute. big, though. The HP number is so
2: giant. Big number, more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why blounds are fun,
0: right? Oh, that's yeah, why Incineroar yeah. GX is fun. Hitting a thousand damage. You can't tell it's me good, that's not fun. Good, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I don't know, for
2: Incineroar for me, it's like you get you get to a point and the damage doesn't matter. You just reached a threshold and you're like yep that does enough
0: yep i've never actually calculated <laughs> you just know
3: like you
2: just know you
0: hit me hard all right this this so cozy and
3: Incineroar in itself it's pretty beefy 250 right
0: oh is it it's pretty
3: good yeah that's more than the Picarom. yeah but stage two yep. well you can bump that out with union dark union who <laughs> also has 250 right yeah, Zoraninja
1: is
3: 250. We need V union cards that have more HP so we don't run into this problem again, where Pikarom and Greninja Zorark are, are less than a GX
2: or even some basic Vs now. Manage the Power Creep Pokemon. Yeah, look. I'm not a look, I'm honestly not against power like number creep. I think number creep's fine. Um and sometimes I have to do it to fix things. Um, so that's not a huge issue, but the prize creep is the problem.
0: Yeah, it's right. so I played 2010 recently, and look, I picked up Gyarados. I know people are gonna say if you want to enjoy 2010, play a real deck. I Gyarados is my favorite Pokemon. It does 90 damage every turn. The difference between doing 90 damage every turn and doing 200 damage every turn is irrelevant if it takes the same amount of hits, right? Gyarados essentially one shot squishy stuff, two shot level X's and things like that. Cool whether that's 90 or 200 or 500 really doesn't matter but it's a matter of like you said if i'm two shotting a three prizer versus two shotting a one prizer that's a very different amount of turns to actually play the game and actually yeah design a deck and manage your resources and, you know anything like that because right now you need two attackers just i don't need ordinary rod because i play a four four line research i don't care about the rest all i need is two <laughs> we're good to go.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it strangles deck building and stuff. Um,
3: so. Well, it's fallen into that sort of need to attacks to KO. Uh, we we're joking about it before. The single strike stuff is the only thing that really, other other than weakness, can KO easy every time if you have it. Uh, yeah, you know, it turned us as capped at 270. Even Grim Snarls, I think, is capped at 270. <laughs> like, they're the only you know there's only a few that <laughs> that have uh unlimited damage but
0: Shadow Rider can hit pretty darn hard.
3: It's actually
2: pretty right, uh, Yeah, well the cake is actually Ooh, yeah, a that harder a- hitter. Uh, yeah, you guys should say I've got a sticky note on my desktop whenever I stream that I put in the corner of the screen that says be positive don't complain um about, about these, because i just can go off on a bit of a tangent but uh yeah shadow rider feels a little bit um oppressive i think i mean obviously the card's inherently broken right there's absolutely no argument so that you can say otherwise uh it's insane but i think it's it's a little bit uncomfortable that it just kind of puts you on a clock uh and then after a few turns you just kind of can't do anything you have like no strategic recourse really
0: i tried okay. playing sandaconda today look i know sandaconda that's not the argument <laughs> but the fact is i it doesn't matter that i attack for one energy and can because they can hit
3: th-
0: through the stone energy See, so they can hit 340 by turn three it's like well okay <laughs> sick yeah
3: have, have you tried energy denial may i introduce you to crushing hammer <laughs> now we're talking <laughs> i'm sorry henry i'm so sorry henry how does it feel
0: to be from the country mm-hmm. that plays so much peak rom with hammers have you ever tried to talk your fellow uh country mates out of <laughs> their peak rom
2: uh, session i mean i don't know look a lot of the time i'll say look don't do this don't do it you know think of the think of the children and then they'll say okay <laughs> give me an alternative and i'd be like nah <laughs> Because I, I haven't played, like, much throughout those formats, and I only started again recently. And I'm just like, you know what? Do your thing, you know? And you kind of understand where they're coming from, at least with uh, ROM. It's kind of like it was a necessary evil, I guess. And, I mean, to an extent. yeah, I mean, I, look, I hate it, but, like, it's it's a shame because, at least with Hammer, and especially at those times, and in ROM, it was statistically correct. Like, they were... Statistically good, I guess, and even though that's something I would never play and don't agree with, um, you can't deny that. And so you can't, you know, if you're playing Players Cup, and also like if you if you don't think the format's good, you also have like less respect for it. And so it's kind of that's how you can get to the point where you're like, you know what, this game sucks. I'm just going to play the coin flip cards anyway. So <laughs> you can well, kind of respect I, it. The
3: the the two main decks that it countered were so important, right? Eternus. If you could buy a turn and uh, ADP to buy a turn, keep them from GXing, and mm-hmm. then also, and I think for you maybe the issue was you were playing the deck, uh, attach an Aurora, attach
2: the second turn, yes. and so you lose it. <laughs> the whole strategy now you got to rethink it. You know. Well, it was really frustrating because I really like the manual attachment decks because I think um the best part about pokemon and any card game really is um restrictions mm-hmm. like having limitations on what you can do in your turn like like chess you know you make one move and things like that and it, all these things come from limitations or else it's solitaire and that's how you know you have your limitations and your opponent has your limitations and trying to piece out the puzzle in which you beat them and you know play around there. So that's that's like where the the fun comes from and that's why i never had too much of an issue with things like malamar and something because you see exactly what they can do on their turn you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, like it's you, not you always like that, twice but...
0: so I can play around. Yeah, and so...
2: Exactly. So with Crushing Hammer, it's weird because it ruined those kind of like slow, you know, methodically thought out decks, which I really liked, like the Mewtwo decks. You had to build so precisely to actually have them be competitive, those rainbow versions. And you had to find the exact right strategies, and if you lost an energy at any time, you just lost. Um so that ruined that. But at the same time, the game was so linear in terms of Eternatus and ADP, The Crushing Hammer actually was the only card that, like, losing energy or missing cards made the games interesting and strategic, which is weird because it's on a coin flip, but I absolutely hate it. (laughs) But, like, Pokemon recently has only been, like, interesting games and strategic when players are both not drawing too well, and then how you kind of pull yourself out of that situation. And so Crushing Hammer kind of caused that, but not not in a great way.
3: (laughs) Or if you can get four pieces of a card into your discard. (laughs) <laughs>
1: and then you, you <laughs> and have special a <laughs> summon,
2: special summonization.
0: <laughs> There's no chance V unit's good. I I refuse to believe those cards. As of right no, now, they can't be. yeah, they, they they need a lot to be good. I think.
3: I think we cracked Greninja and expanded, but that's it so far. Sure. Actually, yeah.
0: what does Greninja even do? Do I want to know?
3: And expand that I can say him. Well, it's the, like they all need the problem is they all need energy acceleration still.
0: Dark Path. Right? Or is Greninja Water?
3: Greninja's Water. Aqua But it, it, it only needs like, yeah. I think, it'll, yeah, Aqua Patch, and, and you <laughs> only need like two, I think. Uh, but like the Zation it, like, does like 300 or something. It, like, uh, okay, Zation Amazing Rare three hundred, if you have Vmax in play, yeah. like it, it's already out there. Why do we need this <laughs> colossal beast? And it's like four energy. It's big. Well, but a Bronzong, no one wants to play Bronzong.
0: No, have you not played stefan's expanded Bronzong metal box? It's quite no. fun. I highly suggest it. It's.
3: I'll ha- I'm writing this down.
0: Yeah, it's it's worth messing around with i've had to play a suboptimal build because i don't own Duraludon on v because why would you own duralid on v but uh uh-huh. lock told us to buy them <laughs> he did and i'm getting them now but it's <laughs> timeless gx is a very fun attack <laughs> i really <laughs> like it so yes Bronzong's good 10 out of 10 would recommend timeless gx mostly on it that's I mean, hold you, that's the hold only to reason to play the deck you can just make some ridiculous plays between that and full metal wall so you never actually get knocked out and duraludon can hit really hard <laughs> which seems really stupid anyway expand
2: it's not a real format
1: no no it's weird if we don't it, play
2: it in australia it's not a real format
3: yeah if you don't play it anywhere other than us well that makes it a real format then Exactly. Because we play it here. <laughs> I do hate that though. Like, like it
0: makes it easy as a U.S. player because like there's so few expanded tournaments. It's so easy to meta game for. Like I've never had an issue to. I only play Zoro Garb in expanded or used to. It's just so easy to be like, everyone's gonna play these decks. So just put these techs in, and then yeah. If the rest of the world played it, though, I think expanded
1: would be, would be broken. Interesting.
0: Yeah, just look at
1: look at what mm. Sander
0: does to it every time there's a limitless tournament. <laughs> it's it's gross. Do not yeah, recommend it.
1: Is. Okay. So we got a little bit into Mewtwo in there. Grant, do
0: you want to bring up yeah. your Mewtwo deck and talk about why it's better than everyone that Henry has ever made?
3: All right, let's hear it. It's not. It's definitely not. Um but it did <laughs> it. It saw a, it made a late charge to be a top deck, the last format. Uh, played, as Robin was on, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, he played it to qualify for Player's Cup. Tord played it as well. Stefan has seen success with it. But it's, um, it's Relish, which is the grass version of Mewtwo. And when building it, I took a lot of the uh, things I learned from watching Henry build his Mewtwo decks. Like Each card needs to have a purpose. And at the time, the two big decks in the format, besides ADP, obviously, were Eternatus and Picarom. So the whole, the whole engine, right, is to get Capture Energy or get a Grookey and Super Growth. And then you can Accelerate Energy. So you're good to go. But you don't want to start anything bad. So I tried to keep everything to stage one or two. So Vileplume, um Dragonite the Incineroar. Incineroar. Well, and then the final piece of it was the Dragonite to be able to Oko Pikarom or uh Raichu, you know. That was the big piece for Dragonite. Incineroar was there just to hit back on Eternatus, take a hit, hit him back big charms, all of that. But the deck-building skills I learned were from watching Henry pick each card so methodically, like the the Raticate (laughs) GX. Well, (laughs) we don't need an energy. We can... I'll tell uh, that story, (laughs) yeah. It was, you know, just seeing that stuff, I would never have learned any of that sort of thought process if it wasn't for watching Henry. And and at the time, I think you were streaming much earlier for our
2: times here in the U.S.'s yeah, I tend to alternate between like now and um, then, like night my time. So I either try and hit like uh, yeah, morning for you guys or night. So
3: the other thing which picked picked up steam late on was everyone playing Marnie. I don't, I don't like Marnie as a card, uh, especially playing a lot of the uh, post rotation. It's it it just ruins it right away. You know, it's it's like. Yeah. Um, Marshadow, right? Is that yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> like, let loose, or, or whatever, and, <laughs> alright, well, the game's over now. That's so fun. I'm glad we played. Uh, I'd like to see either Cynthia or N, I think would hmm. be a, a fair replacement for it. Or both. Yeah. Um, I think but Cynthia I, would be good. Yeah. C- Cynthia's a fair card. It's on your own side for Shuffle and Six. So mm-hmm. It's a, it's a a very fair card, even late in the game, like you can't play it to, you know, deck yourself out unless you need something. Same as research. I so think it's a,
0: one important thing. I know this is like a a side tangent, but a lot of people are like, yeah. well, Cynthia's worse because Marnie draws you five new cards, but Marnie instinctively helps those big basic decks or V max decks versus Cynthia can actually keep a stage two deck or a more setup based deck yeah. alive because sometimes you have in your hand, you're like. I've got cards that I want to redraw because I want this combo piece of rare candy blastoise or whatever it is. So I wish we had Cynthia because it actually helps these decks that Marnie actively hurts both because it disrupts you, but also drawing five new cards doesn't help you when you want the cards in your hand plus new cards. So I'm a big fan of Cynthia for that. reason.
2: Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of things with Marnie. I mean, I don't like the whole like cards to the bottom mechanic. Um, i think it just just feels so bizarre uh in a lot of scenarios but it seems like that's what they they like at the moment like a lot of new cards they don't shuffle your opponent's hand at all it's all put it to the bottom um but the thing with marnie as well is that first off i don't think it's good design to have a card that's strictly better for one player than the other at all times when it affects both Mm -hmm. um like n it was conditionally better for each player based on controllable game state and you know things like that it was obviously a comeback card Uh, but Marnie, even though you have a higher chance of drawing into one card when you need it, you get less cards total, which, so you lose card advantage, like, you don't get six, so the amount of things that you can do is restricted, and it makes kind of a shorter game, and you want to, you, it encourages to dig more, like, Dedenne, Crobat, things like that, when you begin with a lower amount of cards than Cynthia does, so. Yeah, I
1: agree, 100%. Yeah. Well
3: and that's the that, grants. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> well that's sort of a, that was sort of like the thought process on it was okay, energy, if you get logged with energy, Marnie's never good for you. Uh, and if you're playing tag call, you have searchable. Once you get set up, you're good to go. And half the time they play Marnie for you. Or I think it, I think my math at the time was like thirty two, thirty three percent of the time like early on because then it doesn't matter right once you're set up you're good to go i
0: can't be the only one stupid. here who has made a greedy play saying my opponent's definitely gonna marnie me next turn
1: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> i've definitely done it and i'd never get punished for it either like you can just read when your opponent's gonna marnie you and you're just like i'm gonna play into a dead hand i think i can do it <laughs> it's so stupid
3: but i i was yeah i was anti marnie and like um you know, Panic reached out and we're talking through supporters. I played, um, I told Robin the story. Uh, Philip played Erica's Hospitality and he said, if I could just draw four cards, I was thinking, okay, well, um, the trainer thing, I can draw four if I have a uh, tag team in the active. Like I usually have a tag team in the active. But Erica's could be pretty good because turns super mm. popular. And so I threw Erika's in there a couple times and did well with it and then I played uh, Erika Research a players couple for
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's a good it was a good card. I, uh, I, I don't know about you guys, <laughs>
2: I think I was the first person to uh, ever play Erika's. I top aided an IC with Erica's. Wait, in which deck? In Zorro Rock. Erika's people were Zorro? people were
4: hate-
2: Yeah, so the, the logic was people were absolutely hating on me for it, but it was good against pretty much every matchup like reasonable against some it was bad against a few but it's good in mirror and in general but the thing with zoroark right is that you build your hand and they've there wasn't much hand disruption in the the format and so you just want to start to getting the big hand sizes and so if you get Erika's early uh rather than because i was playing elm at the time so rather than cynthia where you like shuffle draw six if you get Erika's and you go from like five to nine or like four to eight or something like that um then suddenly you like start much quicker with the big hand, and they can't disrupt you because either they've already played let loose, or you know you've got muck or something like that. And so it was actually good, and to have a like different supporter to search off Lele as well. People disagreed with it int- <laughs> intently, but it was good at the time. R.I.P. I mean, it looks like a what? Yeah, it looks like a one-up. So it's
0: yeah,
3: and and part of the when other thing, supporters were yeah,
0: very good <laughs>
3: Two Lele. Yeah, mm. now they well, and bad. you could uh um, but every every card in there also the other thought process was every card is playable mm. or should be unless you have energy so and we played two rods back then i think mm-hmm. so if you had to you know uh, dump your hand or whatever you were all right with that and i'm looking at this list you had a stretcher um i guess only one rainbow
0: Oh, is it the rainbow with Acerola, so nothing can get boss stalled or Guzma stalled? Yep. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, wa- I
0: want. I a game because someone cut that, <laughs> and they made the mistake of telling me that they cut it. And it's like, oh, I'm playing uh-huh. this person's list, except I cut the rainbow energy, and I'm like, yeah, you did. <laughs>
2: that, Who was that, that was
0: <laughs> who's that person? <laughs> Dude, was... the rainbow
2: Acerola technology was insane. You could do like some really dumb stuff. Like I used to. One time, I think I Rainbow Ace Roller my muck off the field. And then, so that you remove the muck and then use Distortion Door from Giratina. <laughs> <laughs> and one time, I used Distortion Door twice because I went Distortion Door, Rainbow Acer Roller, traded away. <laughs> Distortion Door. Um, there's like, because you, you played Twilight Eyes Lycanroc, you could Rainbow Acerola Roller and run them out of energy against like Celosaur and stuff. It was. Whew, the golden days. That was.
0: That was a format where I don't think tag teams ruined the format. Yeah, they were it was, fine. Right? Because they they weren't that good. And Zorark I mean Picarom was
2: objectively BDIF. There was absolutely no other way to cut it. I don't see an issue there. there.
0: <laughs> What's the problem? I love well, cause I played Gustavo and the Brazilian Picarom list. There was like three Zapdos also. So you could just mm. be like it wasn't just like I'm gonna beat your face in with full blitz. It was like
2: no, it was very skillful, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was and I'm not saying I was that great at it, but it was very fun to like game one. My opponent didn't know I was playing Pikorom until like they had already passed their sledgehammer turn. And they were like, <laughs> Oh, I just thought this was Zapdos Jolteon. It's like, sucker.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, anyway. Oh uh, keep going on. MS E power. Me I mean
3: that's pretty that's pretty much it. Um uh, then as you know, as the meta evolved it became, uh, Picaram came back in, in form as the BDIF, and so we put Aroma in there. And Aroma not only prevents paralysis, but blocks it, and it's searchable grass. Pretty good. So, pretty good when you need grass energy, you know, primarily in the deck, but also then, and no one ever got to this point, and it's still out there, and I don't think it's a good deck anymore, uh, which sucks to see. And I can ask you about that in a minute, how it feels when your deck's just not, like, something you made that's so precious to you, it just, it's dead, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, um, I think the Aurora build, now that you have um, Galarian Zapdos, is pretty good to plug in and, and block Eternus, but, uh, yeah, that just the HP and even you know, Big Charm doesn't really keep you alive that long. Maybe there's some some wiggle room to make the deck work, but it's it's probably uh dead. But yeah, I, I would like to hear how you deal with uh watching something that you spent so much time on when it runs
1: yeah. out.
2: Um yeah, I don't know. I think like I guess you just cope. I mean the way I look at it is like you got a new set of problems to, to solve, right? They're not always solvable. Often they're not. But <laughs> I don't know, I think it's okay. Um what's actually interesting is that uh one of the Mewtwo decks the ultimate Mewtwo, so the Soul Burst, Soul Glaio deck. Ooh, um Which, yeah, so... That's a whole... That's a whole thing we'll get into, but... The, the thing with that was that... COVID happened right after I won the regionals with it. Like, yep. right after. Yeah. And... Like, the problem with the deck was that it was actually pretty fragile. Because it was one of those decks where... You have extremely specific game plans. And I actually didn't enjoy playing it that much, because... The fun part was building it, and it, but it was really conditional on knowing what cards people were playing in decks. Like, if people played a Zigzagoon or um, oh, a yeah. Vitality Band, then suddenly ADP wasn't that good of a matchup anymore. Um, like, it was still fine, like but going second, like, it wasn't as good. Um, and, like, all these little things, or if the meta changes, then it was suddenly, like, not as good, and it's, like, super fragile. And so I think it definitely wouldn't have been as playable after that regionals. Like, it was definitely a one-deck thing. But I didn't really have to watch it die off too much, fortunately. Uh, well, but yeah, I don't know. I guess that it, deck guess did it come
0: back when Dragon yeah. Ball was good, and you just added a Zoro Ninja or a Sable Tar and Soul Burst to that. Yeah. That was a that was fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't quite as um, wasn't quite as nice afterwards. But yeah.
0: didn't feel as powerful because I never played the
2: original, version,
0: especially when no one okay. knew it
2: was. Yeah, well. I mean, I'll, I'll tell the whole story about that if you want. Uh, yeah. That Mewtwo deck. Yes. All correct. right. Well, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll I won't go into every single detail because when I did it with the Stabilize, I think it was like a two-hour video. But, um, so basically, Yo, shout out, real
0: quick, shout out to the Stabilize YouTube channel. You can yeah, go check out check Sabilize. out that interview if you want more Benry. I I really enjoy their <laughs> stuff. So, okay. there you go.
2: Um, yeah. So, so the where did the deck start. So I think the deck started that. Um, Aurora Energy came out. So Aurora Energy came out in Sword and Shield. And because of that, we had much more Rainbow Energy, because previously we only had the four Rainbow and some other stuff, and um, that was kind of it. And we also had Research now, and we had Quick Ball. And so suddenly like, a ton of consistency. Aurora is naturally good for Mewtwo. Um, and then I think there was a Japanese deck that played Soul Burst, and then it played Quagsire as well. And so it tried to do like some Quagsire nonsense, and move the energy around and all that i think it played like maybe it played like blastoise Piplup or it, it did some stuff um anyway but that deck was like junk it was so clunky and <laughs> it was like a nightmare and uh so my usual testing group which which is stefan bert and Joao, um Joao didn't make it to <laughs> ocic <laughs> it's not bad um <laughs> Sure, I didn't make it to OCIC, and so it was just me, Bert, Stefan, and then the people they were staying with. And it was a bit of a more open group and less intense, I guess. But basically, we started testing that Quagsire deck a little bit with Stefan. He like really liked the concept of Quagsire. He likes his Quagsire his stage ones. I swore I'd never play a Quagsire deck in my life. Um, no Nag Quag? We... No Nag Quag. No, no, no. We don't do that here.
0: <laughs> Missed out.
2: <laughs> I like how you slipped in Nag Quag. Over for quack, nag, for, it, it's, for yeah, chat. It's the
0: only <laughs> yeah. correct way to say it.
2: Right. I'm glad you... <laughs> nag, quack. But yeah, and so I was like, surely there's a better way to build this. I was like, surely we don't need Quack And then I thought, okay, well, Soul Burst is good. If you go second, you can turn on Soul Burst. What if I tried, like, playing ADP as well, so that you have a good game plan going first and going second? So if you go first, you can alter creation, it's pretty strong from there. Going second, you Soul Burst. And so I tried to get that going. Um, there was, like, a lot of problems. ADP was pretty strong, you know, I couldn't get it to beat certain things. And seriously, it was, like, it was, like, a eureka moment throughout the course of this week, and no one was on board with testing this with me. And so I was basically, like, on my own trying to, like, figure this out. And I was, like, this is way too cool to not play. Like, there's no way. Like, I have to play this. Like, regardless of how good it is, there's is absolutely no chance that I can't play this, because, like, it had all this junk and it had, like, what, Flygon, and, you know, you-, you have to play a Flygon. Um, Anyway, you can't not play Flygon. Well, you and played, so like, play like, you played
3: three Swell.
2: You played three Swell, right? Yeah. So, like, you'd have a stadium there, right? Just... Well, theoretically, it's anti-synergetic, because if you put down a Swell, then they bump it, there's no stadium in play. But it's fine. It works. But you have three. You have another one. Yeah, right? yeah, you got three. <laughs> you only need use it once. But the some of the moments for that deck were wild, because I was, like, trying to puzzle everything out and figure out how to beat things, and... Um, it just kind of, I was looking through bulk, because previously the way I would beat ADP was I would go Zigzagoon, Alter Creation, Flygon Knockout, right? And, like, 280, and then or something afterwards. Um, uh, but it didn't always work, because what if they knocked you out back, and then what if, like, they had Big Charm? Like, if you had Big Charm, you just couldn't win. You're just, like, done. Um, and so it was really conditional on what cards people were going to play, but then I was looking through someone's bulk, like two days before, I think, like, legit no more than two days before. And they had a Xerneas Prism in their bulk, and I just had, like, this Eureka (laughs) moment, and I was just like, this- what is this card? Like, this is perfect. Um, then I couldn't beat Pikaron because I couldn't one-shot, um, their Raichu, I think it was. And I didn't want to play Marshaad and Machamp, because it was, like, kind of not that good, and it didn't work either, like, a lot of the time. Um, and so I had a proxy for Greninja GX at the time, the proxy I had was Blastoise GX, and I looked at the card and I was like, <laughs> this fixes it. Now we need a new spot for Greninja.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. So and bad. then, um,
2: and then how the Eradicate thing came about. So I was thinking of ways to beat control and I was looking through all the, well, not control, mill. And I was looking through all the cards I and I was like, oh, well, once you alter creation, they can kind of just hammer and you lose. And so I looked at, I found Raticate and I was like, this is perfect and then I found Venusaur Snivy as well that I was looking at, and I, the, all like the pieces of the puzzle just came, kind of came together and I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can Xerneas, they knock me out, and then I can use Venusaur's ability with, and then attack with Raticate anyway because it has no energy, and I could I get to gust things. Like, that's how you beat ADP, and then it also beat Mil, and then Blastoise, and I was like, wait, hold on. Blastoise, the energy's not wasted on the Venusaur Snivy, and so suddenly, like, Everything just kind of came together. It was, yeah, it was, like, serendipitous, but just kind of all worked. And then I choked OCIC. I got, like, so, like, tired and, like, brain-lagged by uh, the ninth round that I aurora energy and I had to, all I had to do was discard Soul Galeo. So I discarded the Soul Galeo so I could Soul Burst. I was against Picarom, and then, like, I I go to Soul Burst, and I look at my discard pile, and I've somehow, like, discarded a random card from my hand that wasn't Soul Galeo. And I was just like, are you kidding me? What, what is going- Like, did someone come and swap this while I wasn't playing? Anyway, so so I, I bubbled and came like top 128. I think I, I got Zapdos triple E power donked on stream as well. Oh no. You hate to see. It. Or love to see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. And that's how the name for Ultimate Mewtwo came around as well, because people were, like, asking for my list because they'd seen it on stream. And I was like, I could kind of get people here. Like, if I call it Ultimate Mewtwo, I'm going to have people- PMing me asking for the ultimate Mewtwo deck list, which is kind of <laughs> like a, a gotcha. And it it happened, it happened. I had people, like, say, hey, can I have the ultimate Mewtwo deck list? And I was like, this is funny, like, this is too funny. But anyway, and then I kept the secret to regionals, and I played I played uh, ADP every single round at that regionals, <laughs> except for, except for Blowns, and I went, like, 16-2 against ADP or something. Yeah, And that feels yeah, like there any the else?
0: type of deck that is, like, Every single card is picked out for specific matchups, but the meta was so narrow in that format. Like yeah. ADP, mill, sometimes <laughs> blounds, sometimes firebox. And you're Me just like... Me
2: Malamar, a little bit as well. Oh, that's right. That's right, that's right.
0: I love yeah. that deck. But uh, you're like, I've got answers to every single one of these things. And yeah. it, just, it just feels so perfect, because it's so hard when a meta's giant, right? To be like, how do I beat eight different decks versus gotta counter three
1: things and
0: you just laid out perfectly how you counter those three things and how you thought of yeah. it.
2: yeah and it was super satisfying like the precise game plans as i was saying like if you miss a beat you lose you, you actually just lose like every single time but so you have to make it really consistent but when you soul burst you planned your entire game out from the first turn because mm-hmm. you're, you're limited that's your energy acceleration you're done and so everything has to go to the right spots like it has to you know, everything's got to go in the right position. And it was satisfying to play, but also a little bit boring because, you know, there's no reaction. Like from that point, you, you've you set your game plan. If you miss, you lose. You can't default to something else. You can't try and play your way out of it. There's no comeback mechanics. It's like you win or you lose. So the the good part was building the deck. Um, but anyway, obviously it's satisfying to see it come to fruition as well. I played against a Japanese player um, and uh, and I benched the Xerneas and switched into it uh off of the Mewtwo, and he goes like just like absolute <laughs> shock and i think he goes like or yeah. so like just it, it, like raise the card and i was just, like yeah and i played against gustavo as well at I- ocic and every time i'd um discard a hand he'd like just like be like can i look at your discard pile and see what you've just put in there It's
0: like i need to know what all these cards are
2: he'd, ch- he'd chain up the glasses and take a look yeah he just like just out of confusion <laughs> And what's going on. And apparently as well, he didn't know it was me because he hadn't looked at the um the the slip and he didn't know what I looked like. <laughs> the match slip, and so it wasn't until after that he realized. <laughs> but uh the was not that was a binder no. the <laughs> <laughs> Well that's what that's what um Joao told me. But yeah, it was uh <laughs> it was it was good fun and the thing with the deck as well was that because you could kind of play anything, it felt like you could fix any problem. And that even if something arose like you know, if someone started playing a card in a certain deck, it felt like you could ab- adapt to that, but yeah, and it was it was cool to play as well, just like I have played against a lot of people at that regionals and it was kind of, like, a good and a bad thing it was satisfying in the fact that you know, I built this deck and that was the accomplishment, but I played against people and they're, like, playing ADP, like, good players and they're just like, uh, I lose <laughs> like, so they just knew they were playing against so like, yeah, I can't win
0: <laughs> Bro, the thing about ADP that everyone loves you don't even got to play the game; <laughs> you just turn two. Like <laughs> I already won.
3: Yeah. So, so yeah. how do you go about it when, like, if you have a deck that that's what the game plan set in front of you, and you have to go down these certain avenues? What What do you do when it's <laughs> when it's distorted and you can't really find your way out of it? I mean, <gasps> uh, I think Vileplume's Plume's pretty good, at least, or arm Outrage, but like, yeah,
2: <laughs> what do you do if, if the Xerneas is surprised? Um, the Xerneas being prized isn't the worst. Um there was like a lot of backup game plans, like as I said, you can Zigzagoon and then Flygon if they don't play Big Charm, so that's pretty good. Um so you had kind of two options. If not, I guess you like try and go around it and unprize the Xerneas. But also, if prizing the Zernius <laughs> is the only problem, right, and you prize it in one game, and the matchup's like 90 to 10 in every other game that you don't prize it, then you're gonna you're gonna win the next two anyway so it's not the the end of the world i guess yeah because um, there's about a 10% chance
0: of surprising, and you're like yeah well, if you're winning 90% of the games 90 to 10 like that's
1: i will we'll all yeah. take that yeah 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 and um, Best
2: of three <laughs> it was really funny as well because at that was like a very funny ocic but i had to like keep it under wraps so it was sad that no one joined me with it because it was such a cool deck but no one believed in it uh at the time and because it was pretty unrefined like it wasn't that good until about like the day before OCIC um and I guess it was a little bit time crunch for people but uh with the limitless people uh I think Fabian bet to Todd that uh he goes Hendry's playing a Flygon in in his deck and Todd goes no way and Fabian goes yeah um I I I bet you that he is uh if if he is like you know you buy me dinner and Todd comes up to me is like like, are you playing a flag on your deck? There's no way, right? Fabian's lost his mind. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like... And I, I'm the worst at tournaments, especially with, the, with that deck, and just in general, like... I, I know I should not tell people what's in my deck from a strategic standpoint, but I'm just like, this is so cool. Like, I'm I'm so, like, you know, this is awesome. Like, I just want to, like, tell everyone about it. Like, come look at this, but I, I know I can't. And I was like, oh... Oh, I gotta keep the surprise factor, then, but it's, it's um... It was, it was cool, but it, I don't know, like, when you when you get behind with the deck, you just lose. And so that was the the sad part. So there wasn't too much skill around it. Like, I think there actually was, because it's a hard deck to play, because you have to know the game plans. But from my, like, point where I built the deck, I know exactly how it works, I know exactly how every turn should go, it got pretty monotonous. Um, but I can see how, like, for someone who didn't build the deck, it can be a little bit more um, difficult to think at the start until you get the hang of it. I think
3: it was good, like, watching your stream, like, when you see it done, like, to see you explain it. And the same with, um, I think Xander after he won the Open after Worlds with the Checkmate mm-hmm. deck. Mm. And he wrote, he had a nice long write-up about it, and I read it all. And then I faced it at League, and I was like, I actually know. <laughs> you know, like, I being <laughs> back new into the game, like, I actually know what's going on here, versus uh you know reading cards and seeing what and not knowing what could potentially happen. And that just goes to information. Like um so you you said you found the Xerneas in the in the bowl. Yeah. How how well do you know all of the cards like when you're building (laughs) building these decks? Do you know what you're looking for?
2: Like I need a card that beats this in this scenario. Yeah well fortunately it's easy for Mewtwo because you can go to the P C G O G X gx section <laughs> yeah. and just like scroll through. um i've spent years in that section i think uh but
0: yeah for anyone listening I mean, i've watched henry on stream many times <laughs> literally do this and look at every <laughs> single gx card so it, it is actually oh, uh, what he does
2: <laughs> it's the it's the worst on uh um, stream and i like i you know obviously it, it's good but I, um, like, I go to the GX section and then, yeah, have everyone in chat saying, this could be good, this could be good, but, like, with no... Or, this is really good, to play this, but with, like, no... And this is what I try and, like, teach and impart onto people, but there's no, like, f- proper reason for why. It's kind of like, this could be good, like, yeah, that's a good attack, but in what scenarios? Like, what is it fixing? What is it doing? Because the game's, um... I guess short enough, I guess, sh- yeah, I guess short's the way that you can plan out your, your game plans before the... Games even start, and so you don't want something that's generally good. You want something specifically good um, that has specific uses, rather than like you know a, a good attack. Like you know, night spear was a good attack, but nowadays you're not going to play night spear unless it's doing something deliberate with the maths, or you know, just as an example. um, But in terms of finding other cards, I don't know the way you look at it is you try and find a specific problem. So the usually the way I go around things is you get a base concept, um, so. Welder Mewtwo, um, the thing I'm working on at the moment, which I don't know if it's that good, but like Moltres Mewtwo. So it's like, I've played a little bit on stream. It's got like Moltres, um, energy switch and all that. And I'm just trying to make it like work first. And so I think the way you do it is you make it work and then you go, okay. So I kind of have like a three step thing. So you get a base concept. So Soul Glare, Mewtwo, Welder Mewtwo, whatever. Then you make it work. Right,, mm-hmm. so you make sure that you execute a game plan and like you do your thing, so weld a you you know you welder turn one, make sure you welder turn one or everything, you get it working, uh, and then you make it beat things, and even if that means sacrificing making it work, <laughs> so you you add enough stuff that you can beat things or so you figure out how to, um and then afterwards you you then make it work again <laughs> again whilst uh keeping the, the cards that beat it. That's the kind of the process I go through. And you find the exact reasons why you're losing a certain matchup or what cards, like a week and then you try and find it. So with the <laughs> with the Weldom U2 deck at worlds, um we were losing to um I mean it was a little bit different then, but like Giratina Malamar was a bad matchup. Um then what else? Green Zard was always pretty decent but though I I wasn't comfortable if they played Big Charm. I felt like there was a bit of a problem if you played Dragonite. And so what we were looking for was uh, something that hit, like, pretty good damage for... So Blaziken hit 210 for 3, I think. Blaziken mm-hmm. GX. I think that's that. Um, Dragonite hit 270 for 5, which is good one-shot. But then Magcargo hit... Um, a lot. It was more energy-intensive... But it hit all of the numbers. So it hit 10 less than Blaziken for 3. It hit more than Dragonite for 5. But lost all the energy. Uh, and that, But that that fixed it. like The May Cargo fixed it. Because it did both of the... What both the cards did and more. Like, it got around Big Charm. And it was much better. And also it could... For 4 energy, like, one-shot peeker on. Uh, and so, also... And then the, the Giratina thing was fixed by Espeon Deoxys. Like, the Malamar matchup. Um... But, like, all, typically you, you try and find a base concept and then just make sure it works first and foremost, and then kind of backtrack later on.
0: The Macargo yeah. in there was just so genius. Because I had tested my own version of Welder 2 for that world. No Macargo mm. was a big difference maker versus when I played yeah. your deck after, and it was like... I, I just can't lose a lot of games because you, <laughs> you just like have game on board at a certain point where you're just like, I I it was everything. Yeah, it was it was so yeah. good. I didn't even know that card existed until I saw it in your yeah. list. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is nice.
2: It was good. Um Yeah, so with Weldom you 2 I think so, as I was saying about like making it work, a lot of other people. But no one knew how to build the deck and everyone just played like gear or they play ac- played acrobike and our list played both um and that was joao's idea uh, so he started with that and was like you know what if we just play this we had coach trainer and so, so joao had like the base and then i had more of the input on like the so the espion deoxys and the mag cargo um but then also i think like i've liked Bills, because we were trying to find what the right supporter was, because we didn't want to play, like, a draw supporter, and, like, Coach Trend was really average, um, but we wanted to dig more specifically, and it was kind of like, what's the best card to, if we don't welder this turn, to make sure we welder next turn? Um, and it was kind of like, you could play Hapu, but it was bad with Custom Catcher, and so we're like, Bills is pretty good, and it worked. Um... But Joel like, definitely did most of the... Like, he his his idea for the acrobike and gear, he just came... he came to us with the start of the list, with like that, and then we worked on it from there. And the Worlds This was technically one card incorrect, like, Energy Recycle System was better, and it was, like, literally 8am in the morning of the thing, and I'm just like, do we play Crystal or ERS? Like, I don't know what's going on, and then I give my phone to Joel and I'm just like, submit something for me, you, you make the decision. So... <laughs> I wanted to ask you that earlier, is looking at the you
3: know, your past results and then the next week you or two weeks maybe there was an event yeah. and you changed that up from the crystal
2: and the <laughs> recycle yeah. system. <laughs> yeah, so ERS was just like way, way better. Um, yeah. because it always has value. Whereas crystals like super niche. Um but Had you but yeah, and I think
0: one worlds with Mewtwo, would you Building as much mewtwo as you do
2: i mean i like to think so
0: okay i like to think
2: so i wasn't sure um, if it's
0: like a love of the card or love of like uh, i did really well with this let's keep
2: breaking it. <laughs> no, no no i mean because it's a completely different deck now right like
0: <laughs> significantly.
2: It, it's changed over the time so well, I mean, it, if you look at yeah. you, if you're looking at the tournament results, right? So if you're looking on the, list I'm, of the tournament I'm looking results, at them. Yeah, you, you'll, uh, let, me get, let me get it up real quick, and then I can, I can look at it with you. But you, you'll notice you'll notice something, right? You'll notice something before um, before Mewtwo. There was a prevalence of a different deck. Yes. Do you do you see the prevalence of the different deck?
0: I sure do. I'm being held in suspense because okay. I don't have it open. Oh, you, you don't know? Okay. What, what's your ninja. guess.
2: No. Die. What do you think the most played deck before uh, Before it was?
0: Oh, you've been playing for a while. Like, I'd... Mm, I'd want to say Zoro Back- Rock, because everyone plays it, but is that too new?
2: It is Zoro Things. So. Zoro Things. Okay. Zoro Rock, yeah, yeah, Zoro Rock. Um, yeah, so I pretty much played exclusively Zoroark. So you look at Limitless, there's Zoro Zoroark, and then a bit of a diversion Buzz Rock, because I wasn't playing at the time and I borrowed a deck. Um, <laughs> And then there's Zoro Rock, Zoro Zoro Persian, well, Zoro Dugong, and then Zoro Dugong again, um, and then now it's all Mewtwo afterwards. And so, <laughs> well, I think they're again actually again kind there. of similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I actually I actually said this in the interview um, yeah. after s- a Swiss round that I played on stream at Worlds. They said, you know, what do you like about Mewtwo? And I was saying, I've played Zoroark all season, and with Zoroark, because of the drawer engine, you can... F- find very specific texts or strategies or things by playing one card and you're able to draw into it a lot. So you get a lot of versatility because of the fact that you you know you've got a huge draw engine and you can play random one offs. And Mewtwo's kind of the same in the sense that you can play a toolboxy style deck, except instead of one of cards, like trainers, you've got um attacks. And I think that's why, right? I think that's the same. Like you you have to you're able to solve problems with an initial base and you're able to kind of sculpt it sculpt it to whatever way you want to to big things. And that's the strategy part.
3: And back then with Acrobike uh, and Cherish Bald came out and then the tag call engine, you know, discarding two basically to yeah. <laughs> free yourself in certain scenarios. But you played the deck, I think you said this earlier in, in the uh, Rapid Strike the um, uh, Garchomp Giratina. Yeah. <laughs> which is my favorite GX card. Uh, but you played that at Brisbane, is that how you I did I say Brisbane? Brisbane, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: What do you, What do you like so much about that? Oh, dude, that deck is the best. That deck <laughs> is the best. It is seriously just the best. <laughs> it is so good. I don't know what Gustavo was on when he uh made that deck, but I want some of it. Like that is, <laughs> oh my god, that deck is seriously incredible. Um, uh, so I I hadn't been playing at the time. Again, this is something that kind of happens. I take a lot of hiatuses from the game. Um, but I, I hadn't been playing much at the time and I was like, Oh, I'll just play ADP Keldy or whatever. And I get to testing, I think the literally like the day before. And I get there and I'm like playing the deck, and I'm like, I wanna die. This sucks. Like <laughs> regardless if it's good or not, like I'm just like boring myself to death. I'm like, I can't play this. This is I, I can't do it. And then Joao messaged me, he said, dude, this, this Garchomp Giratina deck's really good. And I'm like, alright, I'll give it a give it a go. And I literally like I played it not even. I was like scrounging cards off people, like borrowing everything. And I played it not even like eight times, I think, before the the tournament. And I was like, yep, this is pretty cool. I like this. Let's do this. Um and then I think like Brent um the day before was like he saw that I was playing because we were testing with him, and it's just like all right, guys, we're putting Marshadow in um, Mewtwo, and I was like, ah, <laughs> you know. But casting well, well, partners so tech against you.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, uh, but anyway, and okay, so the deck was so cool because it, it. I don't know. Have you either of you ever played the deck? I've played it yeah, against so it. You played against it. Okay, not quite built- the same thing. No, I
3: built it for that format last time. Uh, last week, I built. I grabbed your list because I want to get in the mind of henry brand and then yeah. i went to roxy chomp <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> oh, results God. results were terrible <laughs> ruining so, it oh, yeah my i goodness.
2: i messed up my bad see i was a Mewtwo uh, main roxy the whole Chump. format yeah you liked that Mewtwo deck i didn't but, li- i didn't like that one as much
0: the tag calls and the breaks are and
2: yeah. yeah that was
3: fun i love that thing
2: <laughs> yeah, i love tackle right give me uh, call yeah. anyway go back yeah. on tag call's nice shop. tag call's nice Tina Trump oh man it's it's the best designed tag team by f- like a mile Mewtwo's got nothing on it Mewtwo's <laughs> way like way more <laughs> broken Mewtwo in comparison a... I mean it's it pretty... is but <laughs> clip clip that somebody <laughs> Mewtwo's so much more broken than Tina Trump Tina Trump is the most balanced well designed card that they printed throughout the entire tag team era what about Yeah, it Ron? is so great yeah yeah balanced nice one yeah nice <laughs> It is so good, like, its attack does a lot of damage, 240, but you have to set it up so there's a condition to it, so again, it's got a restriction. GG End, like, is so good, good. because it, like, yeah, I don't think I need to explain why, like, being able to discard something is inherently balanced because you take no prizes off it and you have to use it at the exact right time, and this is, like, the definition of an attack and control deck, right? Like, you can't win games without controlling what your opponent does. Um, like really, but, uh, you, you actually want to win the game and you do, you control them through attacking mm-hmm. and the fact that you set up game on board, essentially, where well, you like set up gradually, 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 let them take prizes. And then, you know, you just all in do that. It's so cool, man. So cool. And pop up uh, with the B string, throw down the <laughs> Blacephalon.
3: It's so many different interactions in the middle of the game.
2: It's yeah, I love it. And like pacing it out, like when you play against, uh, um, like abilities art or something, and you'd go, "All right, bring up that GGN. Your energy linear attack your Jirachi twice, and get to like a position where you just can't can't lose." Was sick. Or GGN against a, a Marshadow with like Stamp Plant.
0: That that's clever. Cool. That is something I've never had anyone do against me, and I'm very really? thankful they didn't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've never played against I, you. Yeah. I have. <laughs> i'm sorry to everyone who i've played against at locals and whatnot but uh you're not henry
3: brand is that a low-key dig on lee
0: lee doesn't play good decks <laughs> okay lee plays Greninja and okay. yeah get, he gets a different dig
3: yeah i i have a couple of questions on this go though. for it um, yeah, yeah keep going so one more recent the guznag I I fell asleep mm-hmm. when you started putting that into the deck. How, what'd you think of it? I, I like it. I can't see how it works, but I really like it. It's reverse ADP. It's
0: Psychic it's good. Dark Colourless, correct? For the attack?
2: Yeah, Psychic okay. Dark colors. Yeah. So, I mean, I just like it with Moltres because it uses Dark Energy, and so you're less reliant on, you know, having other things. Um, it's good. I like that, because as much as I was saying, you know, um, I like building out strategies to win specifically from the get-go i do like having options within the game like back in the past i'd like to play more random kind of useful here and there things rather than planning like entire games because it's more fun when you adapt on the fly right and also if you change your game plan then your opponent doesn't know what your game plan is like you have more options and you can you can do things and also with moltres like i guess when you're going for pure aggression, like if you're trying to win the game through aggression, it's good to have options. So like, if you take two prize, or like a, a single prize knockout, like let's say Ice Rider, which I think is still a terrible matchup, but let's say you knock out a Sobble, you knock out a VMAX, and then you just GX. And you don't have to yeah. go through the second VMAX, which a lot of people are trying to force you through it. So that's big. Um, the ability is pretty decent. I don't know. It's, it's fine. It's, um, it's not insane, I think, but still I trying to my- figure that deck out.
3: Yeah, I think my concern with the card is the ability, because you can't mm-hmm. play it in a, like the greens. Like you can't set it out there
2: early enough. Like you have to wait. Right. If you're yeah. Playing a green, like. <laughs> well, yeah. Back to to. Giratina Unless you want to shut down your own, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have power plants, so that's how you could use it. And it got enough use, I think, that it was pretty good. You could set up game with it. Uh, it was good against ADP Keldeo, the Guznag. So couple things it would one shot keldio uh with jet pierce which was pretty good uh with power plant whereas tina wouldn't um and also chaotic order was very good as well to just like no you know kind of thing (laughs) take two Uh, prizes is good like yeah yeah two prizes is pretty good you know you can take a jirachi and adp and then chaotic order and you don't even have to you know go through it um but the adp matchup was really good initially for that deck and then if people played Big Charm, It wasn't as good, um, but it was still pretty good. I thought the fairy mimic you stuff. made it
0: tougher, yeah. right? Or my if incredible? they
2: played fairy mimic you yeah. Um, no, I don't think it mattered too much because you you can play weak guard. You can put a weak guard on your Tana Chomp. Okay, um, that wasn't too bad. Let's your list. Played two. Yeah, yeah. Back Um, yeah, I played two because and you could actually beat Guardian with one. Guardian was actually a fine matchup. Um, astonishingly enough, because you just control them. They have to draw very well off-stamp to beat you, but um, yeah, the Fairy Mimikyu was fine, but I think it was pretty unlikely that they use it anyway, because the way it would kind of work is that you could either KO the ADP before they alter after they altered, and then they're gonna, what, get one KO with Fairy Mimikyu, and then you KO the Mimikyu, and then they've got no energy on board and aren't attacking for three turns. So that's irrelevant and then or oh, you end the adp <laughs> um which got you into a little bit of a harder game oh, but okay. it was still still doable
3: before they can yeah before they can accelerate
2: yeah yeah because all, all you had to do was stop them stop them ult, uh ultimate ray that's the word that's so good
0: back in the good yeah. old days with no metal saucer oh <laughs> the deck was balanced <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, balance. Uh, Metal Sorcerer was a mistake, you know. Yeah.
0: I mean, now the Moltres Giddy-poo. is still kind of annoying, because...
2: Moltres might it, be the best card of the
3: format.
0: It's pretty good.
2: It's <laughs> a standalone card? Really good. <laughs> I, I like But again, it. it's got restrictions. Yeah. it's It's got a limit. You can use one Moltres per turn, whereas Metal yeah. Sorcerer, it's like, you could draw into four. Yeah. You know, you it's could, the volatility is will. so difficult to play against. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: It's got the same restriction. The energy's gotta be from discard. That's fine. But yeah, only one. Okay. Well, turn one, that's fine. I quick ball for it and I've got it in there. And attach and then I'm attacking. But I damage myself. Yeah. Moltres is where inherently you put... <laughs> more fake. And if you lit yeah, and if you don't get damaged, then you play Moo Moo cheese. No. But... <laughs> 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 I almost got it. No one's agreeing. No, I was, just, I was just that Almost just passed by without a thought. What? No, <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not doing that heals that. from two Pokemon, by the way. um I have a question as well on mm-hmm. the custom catcher. At the time, was the of yep. format? What did you think about that versus boss
2: Like where so we're much, at right now? So much better. Yeah. So much better. um Yeah, I didn't have any problem with custom catcher. It was fine. I think it was. I think it was good. Um, I think Limited Gust is very good. Um, Great Catcher was, like, fine. A little bit... Great Catcher made the Mewtwo Mirror just so volatile, though. It was awful. Like, the Mewtwo Mirror before it was, like, pretty, like, cerebral and kind of fancy. Like, you know, you, you tag Purge and then all this nonsense. And if you play cabalian, you just, like... Was you so was love... so good in the mirror. The Caballion was love, so good in the you mirror. You love cabalian. <laughs> it's, it's good. The card got printed. The card got printed in Team-Up. I have so many of these stories. The card got printed in Team-Up, <laughs> and I have some friends who are like, you know, we, we play, like, I knew them before Pokemon, and I got them into it, and, you know, and one of them spin the Worlds and stuff, but I always, like, dump my random ideas on them, and I was like, Caballion's good card, and they're like, when? And I was like, I don't know, but it'll be good at some point. Like, it cannot not be good. The GX Attack is inherently good, and it was really good for Worlds, and it also, it spawned, like, a bunch of amusing things. There was some, so many Reddit threads or, like, people on Twitter or everywhere, like, saying this. And then there's one Reddit thread in particular, which I tried to find the other day on stream. And this, like, people were just like, you know, why is he playing Chobalion? There's no metal energy for the ability. And then people were like, uh, for the GX attack... Oh, no, it's like, it's for the GX attack. And then he's like, but you have no metal energy... I, I think this is just an oversight, like, how could someone at this, to- at this level of a tournament make this oversight, like, this is crazy I can't believe, like, literally these people are so, like, delusion- deluded that they're like, uh, they, they must have missed this, this is unfortunate, like, you know and it's like, you know jeez um, <laughs> I mean, if, if I made the oversight and was playing a dead card in the deck you know, that's even more of an achievement <laughs> but... Yeah, Reddit's a cesspool, though yeah, yeah, but even just in general, it was, it was amusing, but the card, uh, the card was good. The card was very good, and, um, but in terms of, in terms of Custom Catcher, which we're back on, um, <laughs> it was really diverted there, sorry about that. <laughs> no, that was a good one. Um, I had to diverted. get to combat at some point. Like, Alright, we'll I, get there, we'll get there. I, no, no, I had, we got there, we're good. <laughs> I had to get there, though. Um, so, Custom Catcher's really good, Boss is atrocious, and I really, really hate it, And This is something that I touched on at the moment. I think, as I said, you know, like, I I like having options in the game, and I think it makes it more interesting. Um, And something as well, which you'll find in older formats, is that you can't make your deck as compressed as things are now. Um, At the moment, you play, like, maximum copies of everything, kind of, um, because you just want to draw into it as soon as possible. But you're only going to need, like... 2v max a game or something, or 3 maybe at most, if you're trying to like manipulate prizes. And you can play absolute max copies of everything and max copies of boss because the games end so quickly and they're such game deciding things. So I never had a huge issue with like Guzma or, or, or like Lysander back in the day because most of the time you weren't even one shotting the GX Pokemon. And even if you did, it's a third of your game. And so the best example I have is um, boss back in the day of, like, 2015 or 2016, I think, when you had Shaman, uh, Parallel City, even, like, Lele and stuff. And so you could go, all right, I'm going to Lysander early and knock out the Shaman. Right, so you, This is even with VS Seeker, by the way. So Lysander was super prevalent. And it was, like, a little bit annoying, but you could go Lysander the Shaman. But it's at the cost of setting up your board. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, anything. But you think... There was, like, a constant think, like, okay, if I don't KO the Shaman now, it might get Parallel City'd. But if I boss... KO, KO, Lysander, KO, the Shaman now, then my end for the rest of the game is two prizes weaker, two cards weaker. My opponent's oh, going to yeah. continually end me. So I can take the prizes now, and they don't lose it. But if I take them now, I might struggle to set up in the future, because and I'm going to get end, like, it's bad. I might struggle to find another one later on. You know, if I hit something, it might retreat and hide, and I won't be able to Lysander it. And so there's this actual, like, thought process coming into it. And with Guzma, you know... Again, you're not really one-shotting everything most of the time, so it was, like, fine, outside of, like, a GX attack. Um, I guess it was a little bit oppressive with Zapdos to, like, chase down basics, but that's, like, not a huge issue. Um, It was so much better, whereas now, like, boss ends the game.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Every game is basically decided by boss. Like, either you boss a evolving V early, and it's just because you take so many prizes and often one-shots with boss that it's pretty unhealthy. Uh, If it didn't predict as many prizes, like, if we had a two-prize format, it might not be as bad. Um, But these decks get so restricted by being able to play, like, four of each card and not get punished, that skill goes away in that regard as well. Because if you're playing a deck with, like, fewer copies of each card, so the longer the game is, you can't get away with, like, you know, playing down to Dene every single turn, or playing, like, four switch, things like that. And so you get to scenarios where your opponent's used all of their two-of resources or something, and suddenly that's a restriction you can play around. Like, you can boss stall something, or you can you know, change your gameplay accordingly. But now there's no such thing really as resource management. Um, no, Not the Orangaroo no. part of it, but like, just, yeah. yeah. It's literally out of the yeah. format. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, because like you said, there's four of everything. I and mean, that's how you just build decks now. You just go control, yeah. double click, four boss, four Marnie, four research, four switch, four quick ball.
3: It is funny that your deck. That's the to- I'm playing the Tord build. I have
2: four of everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And now say it's no more
1: <laughs> the, the
0: correct way to do it now because the game is so fast yeah. but yeah you know,
2: exactly it doesn't really matter. and uh, yeah and it just um it may it also makes the games very similar to each other because of that like you have less options in your deck and the more of each card you have like literally it, the less possible variations in a game there can be like the order you draw your cards and things like that there's statistically less variations um and so it, it inherently gets yeah more more uh straightforward
0: especially yes. when you can draw so many cards like yeah probat didene and let's say you research all in the same turn that's half your deck right there like you're gonna see whatever it is you want to see because you have like you said so many of them and then your turn one is going to be the same because you saw whatever it is you wanted right like yeah yeah no that's a good point
2: and and the fact that like as i was talking about like you know i was saying you know i want to have a strategy for each matchup built for the thing like you know I want a specific way to win each thing, the fact that that is doable is not really a good thing. I don't think like the fact that I could plan out like the the whole game from the get-go with decks is not great because inherently it means there's something kind of um kind of wrong. The fact that you can do that and it also means that the fact that you can execute such precise strategies and powerful ones every single time means that matchups are so polarized because either you win or you don't based on the cards in the deck there's no. Kind of play around it or anything, and and also this is another thing. Um, I'll stop. I need to get my sticky note up again. But, but, um, <laughs> oh no, no, no! Another thing as well is that uh, pretty much all of the skill is in micro decisions rather than macro decisions at the moment. So when I say that, I'm talking like uh, sequencing rather than gameplay and like what you attack, when you attack it, etc. What attack you use. Those are pretty minute, minute now. Whereas most of it's sequencing, and the problem with that is it doesn't mean that the game is uh isn't skill based it obviously still is because this skill in sequencing but it becomes a lot less noticeable Mm -hmm. because it's something you're doing that uh all it really does is affect your luck so it alters your probability so you can still miss despite maximizing your odds and it's unrewarding whereas your opponent can sequence awfully and still draw what they need and so they don't get punished and so a lot of the time they will and this is why you still see top players (laughs) doing well consistently right because there is still plenty of skill in the game, especially in sequencing and things like that, but it's uh, not very satisfying, because you can't see when your opponent's misplaying, you can't see when you make a good strategic play and they like play into it, or mm-hmm. you can't quantify where you're you're playing well, I guess is the, the way to put it. Mellow's sort of
3: made a career off of that right now. Like, his streams That's- are so good of calling out his opponent why would he do that <laughs> and then they still have it yep. to beat him <laughs> nothing
0: feels better than watching an eternal just do everything wrong but they said <laughs> to have two energy so like who cares they could still click dread end
1: over and over again
2: <laughs> the old the old boss uh turn to big charm boss on your zapdos kind of thing yep. 210
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing and that's I was talking about this on stream earlier because I was building Tapukoka V Max. Shout out to my opponents having switch every single turn, but yeah. <laughs> I hit a Victini. They went attach past turn one. I electrify. They go V Max Boss. Sick. Bench another Coco. Electrify Whoa. to it. I can still win. Boss. It's just like I really <laughs> hope this isn't what it's gonna be like. In Sword and Shield, on because it feels there's
3: no way they have boss really Killed bad boss.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we need um a standard boss. Apprentice. Yeah,
0: yeah. When you have yeah. four boss and you have Goss, so Quick Ball isn't an out, and all the V is Oco evolving V's. Boy, oh, does going second seem like it's gonna be really bad? Yeah, and I I'm worried. I hope I'm wrong. I I love the well. Especially the
2: Umbreon as well. Especially the Umbreon.
0: Yeah. You know, bloodthirsty eyes let's go yeah as if Eternatus needed <laughs> <laughs> a better way to take okos
3: well i mean we could roll that into another grant rant as far as yeah. not having um the gengar and the other intelion or even um the kicking chicken blaziken oh G- yeah v max we've got are that. we ever gonna see those no there's a second one oh is there what yeah. is it good i believe so I don't, the, uh, I don't
0: know. What cards like, are. I'm not someone. It looks, the huh? Only reason it looks I know like anything the cards do is people. Blaziken Vmax.
3: Yeah, isn't there a thing like that? The chicken or uh, Raboot. What's Reboot? Cinderace. Oh, Cinderace. <laughs> right. Cinderace. There's a. Se- There's another one of that. Wrong that...
0: <laughs> firefighting
3: starter. Whatever. A bird. Firebird. <laughs> All I know is Moltres right now, and I think that's the best card in this in the set. So, nah, Shadow Riders is the best. Well, that's a combo. That's <laughs> two
0: cards. I will admit, I think I put Moltres at like number five on my list of top 10 cards, and I was incorrect.
3: <laughs> you put Tornadus number eight of your VMAX. <laughs> yeah, Tornadus. You put, Ce- not... you put Celebi number five.
0: Cel- okay, I was wrong, but like Tornadus Celebi. is just single strike Urshifu. It's just not interesting. Not
3: bad. It's yeah. good, but it, retai- it retains its energy. And then if you need yeah, to hit through bear. something if you hit through something it, or you need to well one and it's it's uh weakness resistance is pretty good it's
0: weak to peeker on how's that good? nobody plays that <laughs> Bro, come on mellow
2: It was the times my guy no one plays the, spirit uh... Team.
0: that doesn't mean it's not a tier one deck
2: you can keep trying it's not a tier one deck and i will die on this hill <laughs> no, spirit <Tomb laughs> yes. is
0: a good deck
2: spirit Tomb is not a real deck it is not
0: <laughs> all right
2: benry it off is not bottom. real what <laughs>
0: How is it not a real deck?
2: Spiritomb is the pessimian of the format. What? Oh. Those are fighting words. I wars. like that.
0: Persimion's
3: not a real
2: it deck. It is. Chat, no. go to work. Pessimian's
3: not a real <laughs> deck. <laughs> that's awesome. What? It is not. It hits so okay. hard,
0: so fast. It takes no. no truly bad matchups. Urshifu Inteleon's
2: probably a bad one, but out that's not a real deck. I've pretty much never lost to Spiritomb. That's going to bad it's that simple you're also you're also very good yeah (laughs) that's this is the thing this is what okay if if a deck isn't if i'm not losing to a deck right the deck's probably pretty bad Yeah, like it shouldn't it shouldn't be because i because i'm playing well that the deck's like if the deck is bad because i'm playing well then i think it's not because i'm playing well i think the deck's bad
0: no it's because tomb is so it's like it's not hard to play it's not like me being good at tomb makes me big brain i'm literally just good at tomb but like (laughs) i think that's gotta be it like (laughs) the amount of times i see people play terribly with spirit tomb i think you're beating bad
2: spirit players i mean maybe but you know it also depends i don't know i just i just think is there someplace (laughs) like a youtube video i can
3: find sequencing on spirit (laughs) tomb Yeah, shout out to
0: <laughs> youtube.com slash i don't actually don't have a vanity url so mellow magic card yeah, <laughs> no,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> i've got i've got a <laughs> no. bro it's actually a really good video i go from yeah. zero to a hundred to oko and a in one turn it's it's pretty gas Ooh, yeah because i i move all yeah. of my spite to one spirit tomb they have a two card hand yeah. no way they got boss they just drop the boss on it well,
3: and then we the just prop- pop off it's so good <laughs> This goes back to Relish. When you take the Scrapper out of the deck, the original build had Swells and Scrappers and like started messing with the energy and, and all the other... And Stamps. Mm. Stamp is so good in that deck because you're going to get a th- three-prize KO. Like They're going to yeah. take out a 3 prizer, Like So at least we get them to that level. Marnie doesn't do that for you. You give him four. Close. I don't need, I don't need four. I don't need four. I have, not a I have I have energy. I'm ready to go. Spirit yeah. Tomb's good tier one deck. Did
2: you That's ever play it... did you ever play it, Henry? Um, ever... not very much of it, nah.
0: I didn't. It was it was very fun. Granted, I just like Mewtwo in general. Like I enjoyed Malamar yeah. Mewtwo. I enjoyed welder Mewtwo with the tag call engine. I liked the uh yeah. um, Mewtwo, but not the, the like Aurora version. It's mm. still some of my best finishes in the online world. So I'm just a Mewtwo fan,
3: to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean the, the four fan. The four Mewtwo deck builders of the apocalypse Henry, uh, Tord, Pedro, and Grant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was waiting, like, he's gonna put himself off. <laughs> K- ketchup,
3: ketchup, mustard, and relish. There it is. <laughs> sure, if you say so. Did you know about the um, Espeon Deoxys, uh, for Pidgeotto? Was that like the, the game plan? Because, like, on mm-hmm. stream, like, to drop. The 20 on the Pidgeotos? Or. What do you mean? Like, the, the. Like, against Pidgey the, Control to use the so, GX. The so FB I didn't play against it. I know, but, like, on stream, like, yeah. they were like, is this a thing? Like, does he know he can do
2: this? I think it was Robin, uh, maybe. It was. Uh, I think both Robin and Bert played against Pidgey Control. Well, like, were you aware of that? Like, when you put that oh, in yeah. the deck? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. When we put it in. When we put it in, right. No, because, uh, like, we didn't know it was a deck. We didn't know Pidgey Control was a deck. Um oh, the yeah. so the Espion Deoxys was kind of good in general, but it was specifically good against um Malamar. We're just like if we we just kind of win like every time. Two of them. You know, yeah. if we go first, you just win every time. And then even going second, it's alright. If you went second, you kinda of wanted to play a longer game and then GX later on. Um because with Shadow Impact you force them to put damage on themselves. And so you could like kind of venom shot around it if, if they didn't have uh, Mew. Or you could, like, custom catcher and do things, but... um, Yeah, like, of course, like, if we play against Pidgey Control, we're gonna be like, yep, yeah, we're gonna... We're gonna GX this. That was the thing as well. We knew Spiritomb was, like, kind of a deck, because Bert was, like, testing it a little bit, even though it didn't end up being good. Uh, and before that, we already beat Spiritomb <laughs> it, because it you could, good, um... Man.
0: I'm not gonna argue with no, that. No, no, I also wasn't. tested it, it yeah.
2: Um, we realized that we beat it anyway because of Miraculous Duo. Uh just oh, yeah. kind of, like, beat it because you pivot around, but... When we had Espion on Deoxys, we're just like, okay, Spirit is just like, hundred to zero. <laughs> but uh, the Pidgey control they like, ended up being good because of Espion on Deoxys, yeah. yeah. Spirit keeps coming up here as being a bad deck. Well, this was um, there
3: was
0: no Pokemon search except Cherish Ball, Pcom, and Treasure.
1: So yeah, it only, was terrible.
0: You could only play like three decks in that format, and that was GX's yeah. Malamar. <laughs> that was it. GXs are mal.
2: I mean that's part of the thing. I I've said this before on other things, but I've never gone into a tournament um being as confident in the baseline strength of my deck as worlds. Like just because everyone else's decks were like more in more inconsistent or people were playing random stuff, people didn't know it was good, but uh like it was just so strong. Like the it was ridiculous. You hit two two hundred turn one like every game, pretty much. It was like and- so consistent, but and no threat of being O-code, right off the rip. Yeah, you know. I mean it's pretty fine. What was weird though was that I don't know if you guys noticed, but it actually didn't pick up that much traction for about a month after winning worlds.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know, like I, people just didn't really play the Mewtwo, Like people didn't think it was good, and they were like, trying all these random things. And then eventually, you saw like Danny and Azul won like regionals with it. But so I wonder if that has to do
0: was the Malamar like, matchup. Uh, a lot of mm. people couldn't figure out how Mewtwo beat Malamar, and everyone played Malamar in that format. Yeah. It was the like... Yeah. God, I hated that. I played like four Malamars on day one. So just It was, thank you for the wins, but play a real deck, please. But yeah, <laughs> I think people couldn't figure Says out how the to Says the
2: Spiritomb
0: player! Tomb <laughs> is broken. Tomb is not gatekeeping. <laughs> Mally was such a gatekeeper in that format with the stupid it was. spell it tag, was. distortion door, just shenanigans.
3: Yeah. I- I I wonder if it has to do a couple of things. One, to get the Mewtwo's, like, it was tough to get four and then all the GX's, right? That was a a task. So, I mean, you could order it, whatever. It was an expensive
0: deck. That is true.
3: It was very expensive. And then on the other side, two, you being from Australia.
0: Mm, Yeah, all of you. you
3: No one is really giving you credit. Like, who is this guy? Did he, you know? Did you know
4: nice
2: you only win, need 30
0: rep to qualify for the Players Cup? I think you all suck.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. do you you <laughs> yeah. don't need. You only need 250 championship points, and those Australians yeah. have less than 200 players at their regionals. Yeah, and they're playing each other all the time.
3: It's just <laughs> a, a friends meet up every weekend.
0: Or they just scoop the same players in a top cut every time. Yeah. Like this is <laughs> how many?
3: How many CP do you need? All right, I'll pick up. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, Kylan brought his rainbows. So uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he did have a good run though I'll
2: give you yeah that was a pretty impressive run. couldn't see what yeah. he was playing, but um. I think as well, with in terms of mewtwo getting picked up after worlds, I think it was like it's oh, this is fun, I have so many funny things about Mewtwo as well, but there's an amazon review for the for the world championship deck from twenty nineteen that says, oh, yeah. "Do not buy this deck, I don't know how it won um <laughs> on, on an Amazon review. <laughs> you got to reply to that. Um it's it's incredible, but I think as well like it was deceptively hard to play. I think people couldn't quite figure it out. Um and I think um yeah, I, I think just it wasn't quite wasn't quite there because it was like yeah, like I think people thought it was easy um if you hit welder every turn, which it is, right? And people thought it was inconsistent because maybe they weren't drawing welder every turn. But you didn't need to. Like Turbos you absolutely need to. You have turbo That's strike, so yeah, exactly. Good.
0: I miss that. So good. I think actually like that you just you bring one. It up. That's got to be yeah. another thing, right? Like, so locally hmm. it was the Malamar matchup, right? Like, no one. The amount of people who are like, "Oh, you're playing Mewtwo, I win," and it's like, no. But yeah, uh, the towards tempos are thing, not Tempo, Whatever it was, the fire abilities. Are, yeah. Like I assume, the yeah. abilities are. Yeah. If people played the deck an uh, aggro, the zard was always quote-unquote better because you're just like i'm gonna Mm. welder and bop stuff in the face versus mewtwo where you actually had things besides welder and bop and face so that might have been another issue too of like well this is yeah i think
2: yeah i guess so and i think sometimes the sequence got a bit weird with Mewtwo as well but also you just could like do more interesting things i guess um and I think also, like, the Abilities Zard matchup was bad on paper with the initial list. Uh, I don't think it was actually that bad because, the you're like, you're so fast that them doing their ideal game plan in exactly three turns, I think it was, is pretty unlikely. Like, them... Uh, because Mewtwo was a pretty big gatekeeper of that format, for sure. Like, it was mm-hmm. so so broken. Uh, especially when the, the GX Zard came out. Um, yeah.
1: But, yeah, like, they, <laughs> they have
2: to draw really well, right? Uh, to Victini... On turn three or four or whatever it was, yeah. Um, but then for the special event after Worlds, I put in Wobbuffet, which yeah. turned off Victini, and then you just won. Like it was very, um, it was very easy. So that kind of that like fixed so the good. fix the thing. Wobbuffet Co- was so good,
3: and Coco.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, and it turned off Coco, which is unfair. Like
0: Pekarom versus Mew, like Mewtwo was favored that matchup. As someone who played a lot of Pekarom a good Mewtwo yeah. player was scary. Bad one. I think fine.
2: yeah. The only miss the I think the looking back the mistake I made was not playing a third switch after Worlds when Pygroam got more popular because the day, the matchup was still favored but if you played three switch you could never lose. Like you you just could not lose if you played three switch and I didn't and so I ended up losing um some Pygroam matchups but I was a bit stubborn, I guess. Um plant, but it's fine. Plant
0: tandem Shock is a I mean, fun. I always thought the
2: power plant did absolutely nothing. Nah, nah, nah. but you just you just have to playing you against play it Marsha. doesn't have a marsh at all. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: again, <laughs> good Mewtwo players are scary. It's Ugh. the uh, the other Mewtwo players that were uh, perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I never and, actually and... <laughs> got
0: to go to a standard regional in that tournament, and I only played day one of Worlds. I didn't play day two, so I literally just played against Malamar yeah.
2: all day. Oh, those those lists! Oh, they were they were bad to look at. It was kind of like satisfying to <laughs> to be on the like us walking around and looking like all these Mewtwo'd lists, and we're like, yeah, no one's no one's figured it out, <laughs> no one's got this at all. And then it turns out that towards this, like Torn and Robin, their list was like closer, but it was still a bit like happy focused. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were walking around and like people have Rainbow Energy and Altaria in their deck. Like, what are they doing? Well that was a Japanese list was the Fairy
3: Mewtwo, right? I tested like, Well no, so those Altaria, Alteria, Alteria, The Altaria came out. I remember seeing that like and then a lot of people thought that was the way to play it.
0: That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like I tried a lot of decks. I spent that whole summer just like I'm just going to test the whole time. I put yeah. a lot of time into Fairy Mewtwo. <laughs> Boy, that deck was not. <laughs> I, I thought a... I was like this deck has to be good. Let's just keep trying it. So many yeah. hours
2: wasted. No. Beer tomb. But uh, yeah, people <laughs> playing all in the deck. Man, what are they doing? It was well, really a wild. two
3: energy, two energy attack. Hit what fifty?
2: Can't be hit by <laughs> it's GXs. 50. It's fine. 50. <laughs> fifty damage. Whoa! Oh <laughs> Crazy. That's
3: crazy. <laughs> it's like all bullets, right. Yeah. Bad. Give but
2: me some what? time to
3: set up. I appreciate it. <laughs>
2: it was um it was amusing as well because the uh greenside matchup was like absolutely free it was so good and but what we figured out was that you go second uh you want to go second and then you just tag like if they have a bulk in the active you tag purge uh also you can clear vision as well so you either turn one tag purge or you just clear vision (laughs) and if you clear vision you can't lose basically because then eventually you just like tag purge and then build up to a To a thing, and if you go second as well, the reason you would go second rather than first is because you don't want them to be able to, uh, obviously, like, flare starter, but you don't want them to set up, uh, a Reshizard, because the way it worked was that you would, um, like, let's say you clear vision, right? So you clear vision, if they flare strike you after you clear vision, it's worse for you than if they hit you with, uh, Volk. And the likelihood of them getting, like, four energy plus switch onto their Reshizard uh, turn two, if they've gone first, is pretty unlikely.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Whereas, uh, or, or even, like, Double Blaze if you go Tag Purge, and you can, like, alternate based on that. And then it was, like, always free. Um, and so, like, what was interesting when I played, uh, Green Zard in top four was I opted to go second in game two, because I think I lost game one. I think I did, yeah. I think I bricked, um. And then after, or it was one of the games, and then my opponent was like, I don't know what I want to do anymore. (laughs) Like, do I want to go first or second? Like, usually I just go second. Like, you know, anyway. Um, And then I actually ended up, I got a double prize penalty in top four. Um, Which no one knows about. Yeah, because I did N-Aid and... um, I drew, I drew seven and then I was just like, oh, I just yeah. drew seven off the DNA because I was used to playing like <laughs> Juniper for five years or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, suddenly my deck's like, and also because with the deck, you'd play Gear, you look at seven, like Bills, you look at seven, like there was a lot of seven. And then I drew six and I was just like, I drew, sorry, I drew seven. I was like, I drew seven and they're like, double prize penalty. And that was the only way I ever lose that game is if I get a double <laughs> prize penalty. <laughs> and I was so close to losing that I didn't. Um, wild, but. You heard it here first, chat. All right. Uh, speaking of penalties,
3: yeah. Chintaro's slow play. Ooh, what? Have you ever talked about this and on, oh, on yeah. anything yet? Is this a? Big, oh yeah,
2: every time I go anywhere, I get asked it. Oh think sure. About? My bad. It, 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 look, it is what it is. Um, yeah. I have a pretty simple take on it. If you, you know, if you have warnings and you get warned on the table naturally it's going to escalate if they tell you it's going to escalate. Um, it was a long time. I mean, obviously it wasn't malicious. There's no argument that can be yeah. made that it was malicious, obviously, but if you have slow play warnings earlier in the tournament that you don't get for stuff like that, you get for actual, you know, potentially problematic things. You know, obviously it's going to it's going to come back to bite you if something like that happens. Um, and also, at the end of the day, there was only a... Um, there was actually something that happened that skewed people's thinking on him a little bit so he had about a 70 uh, a, i had a 70 percent chance to win like he had to draw welder that turn
1: mm-hmm. right. he had
2: two left um with one ultra conversion and he didn't top deck of a turn but after like the prize penalty game that he lost he flipped to the top card of his deck and it was welder yeah right yeah but and so people like he would have drawn welder of ultra conversion no he wouldn't have he would have thinned the deck right. with giant hearth every single time because right. he's a good player Right, he's gonna thin the deck every single time with Giant Hearth because he's a good player, right? And if he didn't thin the deck with Giant Hearth and drew into Welder, I would have been incredibly suspicious. That was honestly right, uh,
3: that so. was like the the narration, uh, the commentators calling that and not like knowing about the previous stuff because to the blind eye it looked mm. just regular deliberate play in the World Championship, right? Yeah, mm. like what's all this going on? And they didn't even know. So maybe some, you know, again, Pokemon doesn't care about you, cares about your money. But, the, <laughs> you know, the whole thing was such a shock. And then and then he did that, too. And especially, like, no one knew. It's like, yeah, but he wouldn't. <laughs> like, what's going on here? But that's a, yeah, that's a good take. And it must have been, what were you thinking at the time? That had to be just a, a mess. I mean, you didn't know about his, mm-hmm. you know,
2: warnings and stuff. No, um, I mean, yeah, they, they were, like, warning him a lot, and then they said, you know, it might get escalated, and also he was being, like, and you, you this isn't a, this isn't a slight or anything, because you're in a very tense situation in, like, the worlds, and you know, he was being fairly rude to the judges, like, sh- a bit short with them, um, uh, which, again, you can't knock someone for that, like, obviously, it's a very high-pressure situation, but in terms of, it wasn't like he was being terribly, um, communicative with, with them, and so, obviously, like, you know, something's gonna happen if you take too long but i was just kind of thinking like in my mind like i i had enough of an advantage that i was kind of calm anyway because you had to draw welder Mm -hmm. in order to win um and like the odds are in my favor there but i mean like you know it is what it is it just happens i guess uh if you feel kind of bad like obviously you feel bad and i was more like i didn't think this at the time but just more like the asterisk that it puts to a lot of people yeah um, is a little bit lame, like, I I had to deal with that a lot, like, it's something that doesn't actually matter because no one with a brain watches that match and goes, damn that was stolen and so like people's opinions don't actually matter like anyone who holds those opinions right obviously like that, that amazon review though
4: <laughs> the amazon <laughs>
2: reviews but uh yeah you should say like i copped so much on twitter and stuff like people saying i should re- like you know not like refuse the judge's decision which obviously you can't you do. Can do
0: that yeah that's just you not... can't
2: do you literally can't do that like you can't deny a price ju- penalty <laughs> anymore like i'm the judge now <laughs> you know also like whilst i'm very for so i'm very very for you know state of the game and having like a fair match and everything like i would never rule shark someone like if, if they do something obviously very obviously accident like a slip of the mind or something like let's say um something that happened to me once like i i ace roll of my zoroark and then like announced the attack just before i attach the energy like i forgot or something if someone did that to me i'm not going to say your turn's over you know what i mean like it reattach your energy I, like you didn't make a mistake you just had like a... anyway yeah but I'm not going to refuse a double prize penalty on stage for a 25 grand match, <laughs> like yeah. th- that's that's like you know too much even for me. Uh, like I'll, I'll let people get away with a lot of stuff, but you know I'm not going to. But not that I could anyway. But yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, an, no one a, should it, ever it, be against yeah. that take of like mm, you definitely should have just scooped.
3: It's like and it's, yeah, an inter- it's what it's interesting call slow play, right? You yeah. didn't call a, You didn't call a judge there and say can my opponent play faster? No. Like, yeah, there were, they were like there was there more than one judge there. Watching, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they they made the decision which might call into the uh legitimacy. Yeah, of when it's
2: a Pokemon when it's a judge decision <laughs> it's a little bit different. I think I think no one should ever be obligated nor that they should like deny a judge decision mm-hmm. because I yeah. think otherwise not only uh, cuz Pedro says like where's the line like uh, that's you know if you Damn get to the point where you think that you should be rejecting judge decisions then anyone who doesn't suddenly gets like crucified for it you know what i mean like you-, you can't have that moral ambiguity kind of on it um like an example if someone does something like you know they draw an extra card by accident of trade or something i'm gonna let them fix it i'm not gonna call a judge like little things like that like that obviously are not a problem especially if they're picked up by the opponent mm-hmm. um like themselves then obviously i'm not gonna impact them for it right but if if a judge calls made then i think that's the best line to just be like nah it's all good and as, as i say like you know on this thing like round one of worlds i did this it's crazy but i always picked it up myself so obviously it's not malicious i was playing against meddy um haffy and i did an eight into seven rather than six and i said i drew seven and he's like take the card and shuffle it back um and i uh, saved like my entire tournament like if he was a if he was a dickhead then i you know could have <laughs> very well (laughs) you know been screwed the whole tournament um but i I think that's the important line like uh, we shouldn't be rejecting judge calls but
3: yeah there are some dickheads out there though that's for sure plenty of (laughs) some i've come across them like i was when i was first playing like the uh, the first cup he called him over like slow he's slow playing like i'm not slow playing like i'd been to like two challenges and i'm shuffling and like playing my normal pace quicker than ptcgo and like he's yeah. slow playing like because he's slamming cards down quick and like chill dude like and the judge gonna <laughs> like what are you complaining about stop that <laughs> like, yeah all right relax dude there's 25 minutes yeah
0: shout out to yeah. all the good judges who will very quickly turn down rule sharkers of like yeah, like like no it's fine. Can we yeah. just
3: play the game and in good
2: spirit and if there is an issue call that out <laughs> There was this one um t- one time at OCIC because it was um so it was OCIC twenty nineteen. It was where I started like doing well because I hadn't played like properly before then, like, you know, consistently at um tournaments. And I started doing well and I guess you know, I was a, a no-name Australian to a lot of people. But uh these uh I played against one person's like a um American player who'd come come over and I drew an extra card off as i'm not going to like name names because i'm not about that but just the, the story do it fill um, it i spill it no 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 no, 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 no go on. you're good you're good you're good you're on the no, american no. podcast <laughs> we spilled the tea here no, <laughs> no. boston tea party uh, <laughs> 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 but um anyway so i draw um a tr- trade and i trade and i trade a second time without evolving the zoroark from my hand right mm-hmm. now Um, in this situation, obviously someone wants to call a judge. That's totally fine. You know, you have no way. But what had happened was that I had drawn the two cards and then immediately it stopped. Like, I think he picked it up on, picked up on it. Um, I drawn the two cards and I held them separately from my hand. So you could very clearly tell what were the trade cards, what wasn't. And also it turned out that I'd ace a rollard earlier as well. So we knew I had a Zoroark in my hand. Um, anyway. And so it was just a little bit of a slip of the brain kind of thing. Like I did the wrong order. Um it is like pushing it a little bit like someone doesn't have to allow it. Like that's totally fine if you want to call a judge, that's no worries. Mm-hmm. Judge comes over uh and says, you know what's going on? Uh and they said, uh, can you prove the um Zoroark was in your hand? I think. Not that it would have affected it. Um and and I also had showed my opponent the Zoroark, like we'd forgot about the Acer roller, but I had the cards completely separate. And the judge asked my opponent, um, you know, can you confirm the Zoroark is is in his hand? Right. And and he, he says no. Ooh. <laughs> my opponent, it was just lying to a judge, and I was pretty like green on like judge rules at the time. And like, I've been playing for a long time, but not uh, to this competitive level. And I was like, um, I was like, well, look, in- according to and again, this is we didn't know about the Acer roller yet, like the judge figured it out. But I said, look, according to the game state, I don't think game knowledge wise he knows, but I d- have shown like I have shown the card, right? And the cards are separate, like you know, I've told him it's clear, but I, game state-wise, I don't think we can prove it. Um, but if I had a press that's safe for lying to the judges, then that's a pretty big deal, but I didn't know at the time, right? Anyway, and so I got a double prize penalty, and the knowledge wouldn't have affected anything at all. It was just for them and the game state. Um, and so I got a double prize penalty. I lost that game, which was fine. Like, I would have won. Um, but it's fine. Then we got to game three, and suddenly I'm in a very good position, because it was Zoro Rock Mirror, and uh, <laughs> I'm... I'm, like, I was doing fine, I went first, it was all good, uh, and then I started looking at the stream time, because I could see the stream timer, and my opponent was taking a long time for their actions, and also in game one, which is early on, I was, I took a long time for a mallow decision, and my opponent was like, oh, I can play a bit faster, It's like, no worries. Um, anyway, and then I look at the, the clock and I start, like, counting the seconds, and they took 30 seconds for an action, and I was like, this is getting a bit long, and I was like, oh, you know, I know I was a bit slow earlier, but, you know, could you play a bit faster, um, and like, yep, no worries. Keep playing slow again, um, and I was like, "Geez!" And uh, the judge had been watching, and the judge comes over after after I told him again. The judge goes, "Due to uh, slow play warnings for, from earlier in the tournament, uh, we're going to be giving you a double prize penalty." And then I just go, "Guzma, uh, dangerous road game." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that feels good,
2: but it was it was like yeah, it, it was karma. But just like it's just no need to be so. I guess, strict on things, and just spirit of the game goes a long way for sure.
3: I played IRL on Saturday, and and my opponent put zigzagoon. They're playing um, zigzagoon, Galarian, whatever, obstagoon, uh, mm-hmm. the V. <laughs> like, I'm like, do you want like after she put it down? I like, do you want to put damage counters anywhere?
1: Like, like, just like, let's. Yeah, I, like, yeah. Of
3: I know you're playing a dated deck, but like, let's play the game. Like, mm-hmm. you're playing it for a reason. Yeah. Like, just ha- let's have some fun. Like, why are we all dickheads? <laughs> Not everyone, but there's a lot of them. And you, oh, I mean, there's of
2: good ones too. But yeah.
3: IRL pointed it out more than anything. How many just idiots there are out there that just <laughs> we're playing this for fun? Yeah. Oh, are you didn't them? get too. You didn't get two more, you didn't get two more Viv packs? Sorry. <laughs> Bro, I could have pulled I a look at you. I literally tried to give Gamer a Viv pack today, and he said, I don't want it for pricing. I said, I'll give you some Viv packs. He goes, no.
0: Yeah, we had a situation at the tabletop stream <laughs> this... where they they did something. I forget. Oh, they evolved a Sobble into a Drizzle, but they would played that Sobble the same turn, search their deck chat was witch hunting chat was like no they looked <laughs> at the deck and the judge walks over yeah. and both people are just like i'll just put the card back in the deck and put the drizzle back in your hand right like it's a like we're playing yeah. a four yeah. fun unsanctioned tournament right now it, yeah and exactly. it's stuff like that where it's like y'all y'all need to chill right now like they've got it resolved exactly. it's totally fine <laughs> are you fine if we get to some questions from twitch chat yeah let's cool. do it cool get wrecked you know he's oh, gonna be here he asks, "How does it feel to be the reigning world champion for three
1: years now?" I mean, doesn't exactly <laughs>
2: feel bad. <laughs> I'm not gonna not gonna say that. Um, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Does the pressure um, mount more? Like, oh, do you yeah. feel more? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's um, it's bad. I mean, I guess it just shouldn't let it get to me. But it feels like I have to take every tournament super super seriously. At least in my own because, like I don't want to do badly. You know what I mean? Like it's not that I like I never wanted to do badly anyway. But it feels like I can never take the foot off the gas. Yeah. Like I can't I can't just like rock up and have a good time. You've never so You ha you don't play online events,
3: right? I not think you much. played
2: maybe one or two early on, but played a couple never... early on. I did okay, but um and I strained them as well, so that's like pretty draining and all that, but yeah. um as I'm sure Melo knows, but yeah. <laughs> I um I played one the other day and it was the biggest mistake of my entire life. Um I played <laughs> I played one on on Sunday and I was like, you know what, why not? I was already tired. I knew better that I should have known better. But uh it was best of one. Yeah no, I can't do best of one. I just can't. Like it just drives me nuts. And like I lost I lost to Blissy because I researched like double boss and Leon turn one playing Ice Rider or something. And I was just like, I never lose, like, I'm never going to lose a best of three to Blissey. Like, ever. But now I've lost, because it's best of one. And it, just stuff like that, I'm just like, I I can't do it. Like, or if I brick, then you just lose. It's just the worst. Especially when you have to go 6-1-1 to make cut as well. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. in like, a best of one tour, Like, best of one, you have to go 6-1-1. There shouldn't be IDs in best of one. But anyway. um, And I was just like, nah, this sucks. So, if there's best of three, I might play, but all the best of three tournaments are bad for the time zone.
0: They're all very NA focused. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. So I haven't been, um, I haven't been playing too much.
0: You know what deck doesn't brick in best of one?
2: Spirit. Spirit. Don't. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't brick in best of one. It also bricks in best of three. It's just you can't <laughs> yeah. tell when wow. it's bricking because it seems like it's drawing yeah. well. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the Persimmon of standard format.
0: The log anyway. asks, I think you've already answered this, but like, let's get to officially. What's your favorite yeah. Mew3 deck name?
2: oh deck name yes um probably ultimate me too just because like the story that i said where yeah. it was like you know just and and also because people were like getting annoyed at names as well like at that point it was just kind of like funny and then after that i just started deliberately giving like the me too decks like funny names they're gonna take it seriously like people can call the deck what they want but um
3: galaxy, galaxy was good galaxy
2: galaxy green. was the next one yeah, yeah. It was just it kind was of fun one. right uh, disco, um, disco's fun now. Is that what we're calling it? Disco. Oh, uh, that's that's what one of, one of the, the someone in chats called. I, chats called yeah. it disco mewtwo. I think it's not mewtwo focused enough to even be called that. It's yeah. called Moltres mewtwo. That's fine. But like I, ultimate I've got mewtwo, like it's disco mewtwo in yeah.
0: PTCGO. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, I don't know. Like I think it's um probably ultimate mewtwo. I guess It's just kind of fun, and also like. When you think of, like, that, the the transitions as well for, like, Mewtwo decks, like, it kind of is the most fitting name for it, because it just kind of, like, everything, like, you could literally put whatever you want in it. it, like, all this special energy, it kind of made sense, like, regardless of the joke. And Solgaleo Mew3, or, like, Rainbow Mew3, just doesn't quite work. Like, I guess Rainbow's fine. Rainbow Mew3 is, like, the closest name for it, but. Yeah, I like Ketchup.
3: <laughs> ketchup, Mustard, and Relish, I think, was the best.
2: Red, red, yellow, and green. Actually, speaking of the names, I didn't like, um, the Welder Muti deck being called Perfection. Really? Did because, you pick like, that? No, 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 no. So, I, I picked it for the box, and I thought it was good. Okay. Yeah. For the box, it's good, but, like, using it as, like, a colloquial name, like, didn't yeah. feel right. Because it's just the name of the ability. Like, it's a good right. World's deck name, right? Like, because they're slightly different. You don't, you know, you just call the, the World's deck whatever you want. Um, but, you know, it's, a. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, just call it, call it Welder Mewtwo. Or at the time, you could just call it Mewtwo because there was no real other kind of deck. But
0: I do like that for the yeah. world's deck box, though. You didn't put Welder Mewtwo. Like, no. That's no. not exciting to a kid looking at that. Like, literally, the deck is called Perfection. Yeah. Like, give me that. That sounds great.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was a good, no, it was a really good name for it. Uh, so that was good. But uh, the Picarom Judge is actually a better name for it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what that deck is called. But yeah.
0: Senichi 18 asks, hi Henry.
1: How do you find I the motivation?
0: <laughs> How do you find the motivation to continue competing after winning your world championships? Thank you, heart Emoji. I lost some motivation after getting top four, and everything is quote not the same. Smiley face. Ooh. That's uh, a heck of a good payment always comes in. in question. Poignant yeah. question. Yeah. If, um,
3: if,
2: you, if you watch his streams, I don't think he's lost motivation. <laughs> Um, I think there's a bunch of ways you can find motivation, or well, you can look at it. So the way I do it, so motivation maybe isn't my strong suit, anyway. But um, <laughs> in terms of the game, like, so I was ready to stop, like, quit before, like, afterwards. So afterwards, I was going to stop. Um, and actually, like, the morning of, I sent like a like a Snapchat to some of my friends saying, like, you know, um, uh, there's like, it's a, it's a very niche show, but is it, if anyone's seen Hunter Hunter in chat. There's like, it's, it's like this anime where the main character uses like basically all of his life force to beat one character and then is basically like just done afterwards, like for the rest of the series, like it's just done, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, and so I made like a reference to that. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that for worlds, like the morning of I sent that because I was just ready to like, like quit afterwards, basically. Um, and maybe not indefinitely, but sorry, take a break, you know, um, which I'd always done in the past. I could play a little bit here, a little bit there, um. And yeah, and so I was just like, uh, but then after winning, I got more motivated again, I guess, um, because I can't, couldn't stop. And so the way I think of it is two things, okay. One Worlds, but Jason's won it three times, so really let's win it two more times, or else it's not quite the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go. Then there's like there's a there's a bunch of ways. I mean, you can find joy in competing and just doing well anyway. Um, but. I think it's, it's just like, there's always something else to win for me as well, uh, you know, like if I win an IC, I've won every type of tournament. So that's another goal, you know what I mean? Like to win every type of tournament, like that's cool. Win worlds again. Um, but also there's the whole thing of like, and I guess maybe it's not as much for Pedro and may- maybe I don't like, it's not as much for me anymore either, but at least when you kind of, cause I kind of, kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like in Australia, like I was known and like I'd done always done well at tournaments um like i was always top cut at regionals and stuff but like you're kind of unknown if you win worlds out of that when people don't really know about you beforehand you could you know from like a self point of view you think it's a bit of like a fluke or whatever you know people might not entirely respect you and so continuing to want to do well and actually you know make sure you have the you know you've done enough to deserve the respect or whatever or i mean it's it's a very egocentric like driving force but it's it's still something you can latch onto in terms of thing. And, you know, I guess Pedro doesn't uh, need any more accomplishments than he already already has, but there's no reason not to get more, you know what I mean? That's Well,
3: Pedro's, yeah, Pedro's got quite the accomplishments, but he is, uh, shout out to his stream, if somebody's in there. Uh, They're electric. So much fun to watch. And early in the morning, same thing. Like, those were some of the things that got me into the game watching you early and then pedro and then azul and then mellow after that it's just uh uh you guys have really um set the pace and and it, it makes it exciting that's the thing mm.
2: yeah mm. So um yeah i mean it's good there's no reason not to keep wanting to commit you know what i mean and you know once you've won something you can still win it win something again and you know win it twice or no no barrier i don't think yeah I don't, I don't think of it like that at least so yeah i just hope what? that players cup isn't counted in the um the yeah. cornucopia of tournaments because oh it is that's not something i will be no no it's not no
0: pedro <laughs> just said in chat no i'm going for the players cup one
2: that could be yeah but he added a keck w so it doesn't well, count well so you have <laughs> the you have the grand slam right
3: each each intern right and then worlds yeah, and then, that's players, I, yeah, let's count that Players' Cup. And then I think we, we had to throw the first pog in. It's what, 1400? We're, we're not
2: throwing that in. No, not, not as a not as world champion.
3: Yeah, not as a world champion. It's on my limitless page. <laughs> yeah, it, it count, if it counts on limitless, and if, if you want to take it up with Robin, <laughs> Pedro, uh,
2: towards not on limitless, but he's. Uh, Co-creator the only problem master. I had with that tournament was that, um and it is a bit of a bias, but just because of the time zones, it yes. can't naturally hold the prestige that it should have, like a, an international tournament. Because literally, like an entire time zone is like discriminatory. Like, granted, a lot of Japanese players still did well anyway, <laughs> but I think they're built a little bit differently. I don't know about them, but I don't play terribly great if I stay up all night.
0: <laughs> I mean, the time zone issue is just—I had to start at five a.m. to play in that stupid thing, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what in my brain was like bro, you have to do it. But like, yeah, yeah. It's, I can only imagine how much worse it is for other I, parts of the world. I, st-
3: I started to uh, heatproof bronze, or, or bronze ore <laughs> with uh, Senescorch, and I cut uh, the double out of the list. So it's oh like, no. alright, Eldegoss, let's see what we can do. <laughs> 50 and recycle. Nah, I Who's gave out? you the
0: broken on list. I don't know why you didn't play it.
3: Yeah, I didn't. I, I want to try something new. I was new to the game. Nah, try Newish.
0: Gamer asks We're going to go out of order because this came in. Have you actually won a right. pre release?
2: <laughs> that's a good go- I feel like I have. I feel like I have. Mm, I feel like I have. That's something else. I don't really to want to play, play pre releases though. Yeah. That's, that's cool. the thing. I did maybe when I was younger, but. So you've not, not really. won. I, I hate pre-releases. I find them so what? boring and fun. I love pre-releases yeah, 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 as long as no yeah, one nah, pulls
0: yeah. like a ridiculous deck out of it. I love constructed formats. I love theme deck. I love. It's very fun.
3: I won with the frost last that does the bayonet thing. Is that it? Puts seven damage counter. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> I'm gonna hit 140, and I can do it again to KO myself doesn't matter
0: I love pre-releases man give us I I really hope Pokemon prints more stuff like that like I want sealed formats give us a draft give us an official cube format
3: I'm down Jirachi in a box
0: Roy John asks have you ever had to run away from a kangaroo gang coming
1: home
2: (laughs) you cut out at the end
0: you ever had to run away from a kangaroo gang when coming home?
2: Um. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> They're really scary. You should say they've got, like, knives and hoods and all that. Like, if you don't flash the right sign, they, uh, <laughs> take you out. Gang gang. <laughs> bad news. Bad news.
1: Everything I know about Australia is true. Vegemite <laughs> and kangaroos. <laughs>
0: Stellar Wish Gaming asks, what do you think will be popular in Players Cup 4 global finals? You put any thought Ooh. into the current metagame.
1: Yeah.
2: Um so I think obviously Shadow Rider will be popular because that deck's pretty good. Um very
0: good. It can beat literally everything. Good. I hate it. Yep.
2: Yep. It's like that's um, a
0: cool Moltres. House GX, boss KO it. <laughs>
2: like Yeah, so Moltres does actually beat it, but you have to build it so consistent. You can't just put some Moltres in. Like, you have to make it so, so consistent. Like, you think you need to play basically four Moltres and, like, a ton of energy so that you actually get it off turn one every time. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing with Mewtwo as well. Like, with the Mewtwo Moltres, theoretically if you play Cobalion, it's pretty good as well because you can Cobalion to buy enough turn time to power up Moltres. Um, whereas previously you, like, don't. Or you can, like, Horror House as well. Like, you can do a bunch of stuff, but... Uh, you need to play consistently enough that you either get, um, an extra energy in the discard for Moltres after turn one, so you can KO the Gengar Mimikyu and the horror house, but then you potentially run the risk of getting, like, super high rolled and getting, like, double bossed, um, which is really bad, but it's, like, fine, but you, um, <laughs> or you go, like, one on each Maltrace. uh, but even then, like, if they KO one, you can KO then, and then, like, you still lose if they KO the Moltres if you have one on each. Um, so, anyway. Um, Caballion might yeah. be better than Horror House.
3: Because
2: so, you're throwing Caballion's, three prizes down there. That's so vulnerable. Well, I mean, you'd use it through Mew too often. But uh, three prizes don't matter in the Shadow Rider matchup if you only have one three prize, It makes no difference. Two Mulsions um, will
0: win you the game before. But who Yeah, you
2: but playing? if you only ever put yeah. down one tag team, they're going to take seven prizes anyway. So it doesn't yeah, make yeah. a difference. But, um, yeah, like, iron rules better against a uh, shadow rider because typically you won't be able to like boss because they might be able to attack anyway um but horror house is better against every other deck i think and also because poltergeist is a decent attack to have especially against adp uh, but iron iron rules okay um as well so it, d- it, depends. it depends but it just depends what you're targeting i think shadow so i think shadow rider is gonna be really good because it beats like most multitrace variants unless it's super consistent um and if they are then it's difficult to for them to beat like everything else um i think it beats i think it was 50 50 with ice rider um i think there's ways for ice rider to make it better make the matchup better but i'm not sure um uh ice rider will get play because ice rider is a super good deck um it just feels really good to play it's got some wonky matchups but it is like a very coherent deck it's, um you said and it feels it's pretty good to weird. play yeah it's just attach boss smack stuff, but it's got limitations. This is what I'm talking <laughs> about. If if you turn to attach <laughs> boss KO, you lose your energy, and next turn you have to play Melanie, and so you're restricted in what you can do.
3: That's fair. right.
2: And in this format, it's a bit of a hindrance, but it makes for interesting gameplay on both sides, right? Because there's something you can actually play around and, um, yeah. So what version? Think, which version do you prefer? Intellion. Intellion? Intellion okay. Intellion. Good. Intellion. So. Um Inteleon's very good. Uh so I Rider yeah. Inteleon is the way to go. Chinchino's very bad. Um I mean, not very bad, it's like an exaggeration, but there's just like no reason to not play the the games aren't gonna go more than four turns usually or five. And yeah. so you don't actually get value out of Chinchino until you get past turn three. It like more than you would with Inteleon. And being able to search out the specific cards early, like an early um boss turn two is good.
3: Yeah, you're gonna have to um,
2: apologize to Pedro and Tord i think they
3: like
1: chinchino <laughs> more
2: i mean i don't know i haven't tested the chinchino but i just really like the intellion version i also like specifically searching for stuff yeah um is very good i think it i mean the benefit of the chinchino version is that you probably get a better um but yeah you can't you don't really play capture energy which is the problem as well so the chinchino bill gets not as good um and you just want to kind of search out things specifically but the benefit is that you get to play, um, the Mewtwo, I guess, which, can, like, Nets, like, Nets, maybe, and Mewtwo. Um, I don't know if you actually would, though. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. But You can fix some damage with Zigzagoon, you can do things like that. But also attacking with the Inteleon itself is really, really good. Um, if you, like, set up a stage where you can, like, attack with the Inteleon, and then you can go, um... Uh, you can, like, yeah, force them onto, like, awkward prize counts or things like that. is really good, um, mm-hmm. you can just manipulate your play much cleaner, um, but you, you end up getting, like, really, uh, weak to Stamp and money, Not really, but more weak, so.
0: Something else the Cinchino version has, that you're neglecting, is it cannot be countered by Jolteon and Memory Capsule. Not, not Mellow! Come on, <laughs> guy! <laughs>
3: You never beans. know. Well, that's a good the point. Beans.
0: That's a good point. <laughs> the
3: beans are out. That. He spilled <laughs> the beans.
0: Grammar Time so... <laughs> asks, You didn't eat vegetables till you were 15. Did you have scurvy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I didn't have scurvy. Maybe I'm exaggerating slightly, but it's just to, just to illustrate how um, fussy I was as a child. Maybe it was more until, like, 12. I don't know. I'm alive, that's what matters.
3: Carrots aren't that bad, though.
2: <laughs> Asian Ninja
0: Evan asks, Who is the better sheep, Mareep or Wulu?
2: Ooh. I mean, Wulu's the new kid on the block. So let me just quickly get up a side by side comparison and decide. Um, well, Wulu's definitely cuter. There's no wow. argument on that.
0: But is that the only thing that matters?
2: But no, I don't think that that is the only thing that matters. (laughs) Mareep's been around for a long time. Mareep's been in the game, and I think it'd be disrespectful to to give the title purely over to Wooloo. I think I'm going to fence it and say they're both very good sheep. Oh, come on.
0: You're willing to talk about the controversy of your opponent's penalty in the finals of Worlds,
3: but but (laughs) not this. Wooloo's too round. What? That's the best part. No, no, no! I'm not, not, I like, I'm not looking for easy. a
0: little, little me, head going
3: on. Yeah, give me Wulu on the ball I, card, yeah, Wulu's got and the then pigtails.
0: we'll talk. Because it is the yeah. ball. No, Wulu's better, and the double, nah.
2: bro, Double's... Okay, I like, I like double. I think I like Ampharos more than double. Oh, okay. Amphoros, that's a hot take. That's not even a sheep. That's a hot take. You have to compare <laughs> Flaffy and Double. It's a real I mean, hot take. I'm not, a, I'm not a flappy enthusiast. I think flappy's weird. But. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. How do you get to Ampharos from the yep. shape? Is it just like a shorn shape? Weird. With a really long neck? I, yeah, d- I long don't know what a neck is. Weird.
1: <laughs> It
3: doesn't walk like a giraffe, so it can't be a giraffe.
0: That's what you think.
3: Well, uh, Henry has a nexus decision coming up whether to go to math or biology. I'm Looking at animals, <laughs> so he's going to figure this one out at some point. Maybe. Ooh, that's true. You coin- can study. Don't make true. it a coin. Do not
2: make it a coin flip, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, uh, just quickly. Oh yeah. Just quickly, Pedro says if, inte- if the Intelion version could beat Luke Metal, it would be his choice for sure. Um, yeah, I mean oh. you technically can by playing a lot of tech cards, but then you've taken like a lot of slots. I think if you play like Phoebe and Scrapper. You, and Leon, you beat it. Um, you can also play, like, the, the metal-crushing gloves, or whatever they're called. <laughs> and that's really good, but then you're, like, playing so many texts just for nonsense. Um, and it's just... Luke so annoying, man. That tech sucks, but it doesn't at the same time, and it's so frustrating. Do you ever look at yeah. Japanese
3: lists? Like, do you look at um, what's being played right now, and stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, they play, they yeah. play the gloves. <laughs> An Ice Rider... They yeah they play the gloves really yeah yeah
3: well, uh, but that's a that's a
0: really good point work, though right? in Ice Rider yeah this period yeah yeah what right. doesn't struggle gloves because it's weakness yeah,
2: yeah so yeah. it's plus thirty um, but yeah but you're supposed to use the metal gloves as well um which I mean they're functioning the same right there's no difference
1: the-
2: um the only difference I actually you should play the struggle I think the weak guard ones are better the struggle gloves. Because Intellion. you can yeah, you can KO a Dene with Inteleon if they if you oh. ping it once.
0: Wait, that's broken.
2: You hit for one fifty, and then you can ping it. Yeah,
0: I like that's that. Yo, let's go.
2: <laughs> I, I do want to point out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You
3: did you did make a good point that it you are saving cards with with Chinchino build. It's eight mm-hmm. if you're going four four. It's eight versus
2: four four yeah. three four four four. four. But you sacrifice um, consistently. But that's Pick, not yeah. all the engine, though, right? That's not that's not all the engine. Right. You have to play. In, in just if you're probably like the two, that's a good thing to think about. As well. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. This Inchino so. version gets you want to use net stuff and you want to. Yeah.
2: Stuff, which yeah. I guess it's is just like you lose version. the aggression that you get from Ice Rider with, from the Inteleon version. You lose the aggression, which is really good. Um, and contrary to some people, I think the one one of sniping Intellions very good. Hundred percent because. Yeah, there's no reason not to play at least one because, like, especially if you're already playing Leon for ADP, it's it's very good. Uh, and for Mirror as well. And there's a lot of other things as well that are quite good in the deck. Um, I think Parts of the Peak is overrated unless you're specifically trying to beat Luke Metal. And even then, you only need one plus one. a Marshadow. Yeah. You need, like, it's always in combination with Marshadow. I think four Parts of the Peak doesn't work because the games don't go long enough that you can get it to stick and have an impact. Um, and then what was the other thing i was gonna say yeah i think so phoebe plus the gloves beats luke metal i think um the only problem with that is that you can't oh no yeah that works yeah
0: that would also improve desi because you'd be able to attack through an ice rider while you attach to Inteleon on the same turn to set up the rest of it
2: yeah yeah because phoebe plus gloves means you can ko luke metal as well um if I were going to the Phoebe, Players' Cup
0: finals, I wouldn't yeah. lose to Desi. I feel like it's such a good high roll pick for anyone who decided I don't belong yeah. here, I'm gonna play Desi. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: yeah, I've I've been going on about Desi on stream for ages because I always <laughs> you always have people um come into chat and this this happened with Mewtwo as well, like with the world's Mewtwo. How do you beat Keldio? everyone would say, and like, the, I, I should go on Reddit, it's like my guilty pleasure to anonymously go on Reddit um, and downvote everything, <laughs> but um, uh, it's my guilty pleasure I go on and I'll I need, go I'll like need to find your ult <laughs> and anyway, so, you know, like I guess you just lose to Alola Ninetales then on Keldia, like, like who's yeah. playing that but I've been ranting about this recently and someone said, you know, how do you beat that with like, um I, it was not Ice Row, maybe the Mewtwo deck I was playing and uh, it, why does why do they make these Desi decks? It's so crazy. And why do people play them? People play it on ladder as well. That just baffles that, me. That annoys me because it's, it's not like,
0: hard to play. It,
2: yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like either their deck beats you or it doesn't. There's no gameplay involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's literally no... Like, you're not doing anything. And fair enough if you go into a tournament and you think it's a good play. Like, you know, get get your win or whatever. But it just baffles me. It's against, like, the logic of the... Like the well, to me, the appeal of the game.
0: No, a hundred percent. It's so unfun yeah. to play, because you just go, I rare candied, now I just have to chain Malolanas. <laughs>
2: like, yeah. Uh Destiny Intelligent does have more gameplay, that is fair, but it's still a matter of like your deck wins or it doesn't, like most of the time. Um
3: Maybe maybe there's so yeah. many people on there that the first time they play it, I need to play on the ladder. And because mm. Henry Brand world champion <laughs> hasn't been playing that much his elo is down with people <laughs> just trying to figure out desi fair enough yeah um, i
0: mean yeah, yeah people play P Z on ladder to quote-unquote practice
2: so. <laughs> so. the only time i i like the deck is where people have counters for desi and then someone finds a counter to those counters for desi so let's say like parasol to counter like mark or things like that then that's fine you know all power to you that's fine but yeah, i hate that they print them in the first place and make you need to have to tech for these things when like you actually don't like the correct thing is to not tech for them but then you could just like lose the game theory thing so anyway just get good it's other thing easy <laughs> uh
0: bob mcdougall asks what Again? is your favorite card coming out in evolving skies
2: Ooh, good question um Let's have a quick look. There's, there's something specific that I like. Um, I'll hop
3: in mine while you look. Go for uh, it. Duraliden VMAX looks like a lot of fun. I'm a, everyone knows I'm a single... I don't simp for anything, but everyone knows I like the single-strike archetype. I don't simp for anything, I swear. That's... <laughs>
0: Anyone who has ever followed your Twitter account or yeah. listened to you talk in Twitch chat or listened to an episode of this podcast...
3: Yeah, I I don't (laughs) have any favorites. I don't simp to anything, but yeah, I I like, I think that's gonna be fun, or at least a good wrinkle.
0: No, because Joltel loses to Gale for us. Never mind.
3: As far as deck building, I think it'll be interesting with the if you're gonna play metal, uh, the metal V, or if you're gonna play Bronzong, I think. And how it affects, like, blocking, and then also you have the scroll to still hit through things, you still hit
2: through things. It's pretty cool. Um, so I think I like, I don't like Rayquaza VMAX, because I don't like unlimited damage. Um, (laughs) I like the Jolteon conceptually, but as you said, very bad matchup. Um, what do these cards do? Oh, there's the new Darkrai Prism clones. Oh yeah, oh,
0: those are kind of cool. Ooh, especially that's going ridiculous. ridiculous. That's, that's going to change everything up. That's so messed up. With Weavile, yeah, gonna, that's going to be messed, dude. No, nah, it's <laughs> fine. Dark boxes. Ooh, I enjoy Dark boxes. One of my favorite decks.
3: Maybe that's why they didn't yeah. give us Gengar. Like Dark would just be. It's going to be too good.
0: Yeah, the Gengar's got Houndoom still. Yeah, new
3: new Gengar. Yeah, isn't single yeah, strike? It. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, yeah. They're not giving. They're not. We don't get it.
0: Well, no, but it'll have Houndoom regardless. it has got
2: energy yeah, acceleration. It's gonna, it, it's gonna be so powerful. Uh, one of my favorite cards from the set that is not good and will not ever be good is um, Lycanroc VMAX <laughs> Oh yeah, it's so cool. Like the yeah. the one energy, pick something that has sixty or HP or less remaining and knock it out. It's never going to be relevant because Boss exists, right? There's just no reason to play it. But it's so cool, like that's that's awesome. What if you like, you know, played like a random fighting yeah. energy a you know, one-one like and Rock and Ice Rider? If we didn't have Gust, like you could do cool stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially without Mew,
0: it's not as yeah. Because like in a format with Mew, it'd be kind of cool against Decidueye, I guess. It's <laughs> like that's a yeah. cool
2: Rowlet knockout. <laughs> well, uh, well, no, no, no. The... no it, this goes through Mew.
0: Yeah, exactly. But, like, Mew yeah, will be oh, gone right, by yeah. the time it comes out. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, uh, sure. You just yeah. play anything that snipes to do the exact well, same effect.
3: Well, and then you get Toy Catcher, is how they've translated it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's to 50. Well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well,
1: I don't like, know, like, I think well, the Liking
2: Rock's cool. Um, what else is there? Is there anything else interesting that you guys think of? I like the Supporter. I think it's a
0: set, right? Where it's, like, discard two cards, then it's Erica's Hospitality.
2: Oh. oh, yeah. I like- oh, actually, that's the supporter I like. We're getting the um, Adventures Resolve. Is that Adventures Discovery or something? Adventures no, Discovery?
3: No, 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 We're not. We're not.
2: That's I, they the must be making or- decks. Then they that's must in be making the, the decks, then, Inteleon decks.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Actually,
2: yeah, Inteleon VMAX would be my favorite one. Uh, I I want then. that. I want Balibo
3: Bryson Man. I want Adventures Discovery. We're
2: yeah. never going to see it right <laughs> now. <laughs> I want
0: that card because I like Erica's, it's and when you cool. take away the hand yeah. limit. It yeah, just sounds like a good card.
2: I think I think what would have been more, I mean, maybe it would have been broken. But I don't think it would have been broken. Um, would have been if you get to discard after you draw rather than before. Ooh. That would have uh, been, been a nicer restriction, I think. And I don't think it'd be too broken. I think it's fine. Like, what you draw four cards and you still have to discard two, like kind of a TV reporter kind of thing, mm-hmm. like buff TV reporter. Um, but I think it's to be fine. So. It's not even that
0: buff, because like realistically, TV reporter drew four, right? Like. You're not going to nah, draw... Nah, Drew 3. Oh, Drew 3. Oh, okay, never mind. It's buffed. Because <laughs> you'll yeah. probably draw 4 pretty consistently with this, at least. I'm pretty sure
2: Drew 3, yeah. Was um, the one that I also draft? like the... Mm-hmm. There was something. Anyway, go for it. Uh, don't know. Um, I also like the Medicham V. It's just... Yeah, that'll cool be card. fun. I like interesting mechanics like that, yeah.
0: I get, I mean, it is a card. I just think... Like Raihan? Yeah, Raihan's
2: cool. I think this Reggie
3: Drago would be pretty good. Like, as a single prizer. Yeah. with uh cherum or whatever just easy to power up that actually could be a fun deck
0: yeah like the problem is uh, that's a fire energy in there too right
3: a fire yeah yeah so you could if you wanted to play it with a big boy you could play with victini, victini um uh, but uh, also i think
4: <laughs> what
3: if yeah if i call it out now they they reprint um great ball in here do we finally get gold great ball no. no no yeah
2: they're just gonna they're gonna tease us like that forever um it's like we get we get what's this this is a really weird print and i don't think it's good the full face guard have you seen that i have but i don't guard. remember what it does. oh the, the map yeah it's, the it's this helmet. pokemon takes 20 less damage but it only is if the pokemon has no abilities
1: oh that's fun yeah, I don't really get the point oh, no. of it, but. I mean, taking 20
2: less damage is the point. Uh, you know, it's like. If you take two attacks, it's only 10 damage better than Big Charm.
0: Oh, wait, Big Charm exists. Yeah.
2: Oh, never mind. It's, it's no, very it's bizarre. Good then. <laughs> no. I mean. It's weird. Um... It's probably
3: not good, at least. No. Well, okay. Well. I'm trying to think of something. Like. If you had path input, and it still doesn't make it better, yeah. Wait, like, taking, but uh, taking twenty less is different
2: than having thirty HP.
0: Yeah, because uh, no, but it's like, worse.
2: It usually yeah. right. It's worse because shred attacks can go through it. And um, if anyone plays scrapper,
0: yeah. then like or it's not like they're gonna scrapper knock you out. Versus like that's the only thing. Yeah, and it's not good.
3: I don't know. Well, I mean, um, it might
0: be good, but
2: who knows? Yeah, uh, let let Sander figure it out. There we go. Ooh, Henry? <laughs> the was- one last card I like oh, yeah, yeah. is uh, rescue trolley. Oh, I like. That oh answer. yeah, that's,
1: that's I'm glad. I that.
3: That's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a, really good. Good call.
0: Here is a good chance for you to plug your wares. Kapowell asks, mm-hmm. "Does Henry Gosh. do private lessons?"
2: <laughs> um, yes, I do. I do do coaching. I'm trying to. Do more of it recently. Now that I'm getting back into the game, and also I've got less um, got less uni going on at the moment. So I'm going to start doing more of that and t- Twitch streams. So if you would uh like to get in touch regarding some coaching, feel free to message me on Twitter, or uh I guess anywhere that you can find me. But Twitter's the easiest.
0: Where else do we find you?
2: So. I also have an. I, I think my email's listed as well on Twitch. Um. And if you really feel like it, there's Discord as well. And Uh, for anyone listening,
0: Henry's Twitter will be linked in the description of the podcast, whether on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. So contact him through there.
3: I will say Kapal's been good. Um, He's kind of filled that early morning uh, stream spot for the Americans if you guys are up early. Um, So shout out.
1: He Congrats the shout out! Yeah, <laughs> I know he's. A <laughs> uh,
3: but yeah, it's like the uh, 4 a.m. ish here in in the U.S. So it sounds like Melo wants to wind this thing up, though.
0: Oh, we have a couple more questions. Come oh, on, let's, go let's ahead. let it ride, okay. baby. Big D asks, "What do you think of mali VMAX?
2: Yeah. I like um, <laughs> I was one of the believers of the card initially, um. So. I, th- I think it's good. I'm a bit torn. I just think that it's a little bit underwhelming because the hand disruption doesn't do enough. And the problem is, if you go straight in with Malamar Vmax, you're never getting them. Like if you if you let them go through three Malamar Vmax, sorry, two, two, um, you're not getting them to low enough that you can stamp them. Moltres. And so the effect of the attack isn't that relevant. Yeah, so you tend to can technically do that but it's a little bit wonky because, like, what if they boss KO your only Malamar V that you haven't evolved yet, you know what I mean? Um, Hero's metal.
0: Just hope they don't. <laughs> just hope
2: they don't. <laughs> Cheryl's good too, but the problem is, like, Cheryl decks without a way to search it or, like, a Chinchino engine are a little bit difficult because you have exactly one turn when you can Cheryl. Like, you have to, you have to Sheryl at that time. Yeah. There's no leeway. It's not like backspot decks in the past. Like, you have to at the time. And I don't think the effect of max jammer is enough to buy you that time as well that you get enough impact. Um I mean I could be wrong like it's something that I think you probably can't see the value of just by thinking about it like you might need to play a bunch of games and be like oh well, there's a lot of times where like Ice Rider has exactly one consistency card in the hand but I feel like in general that's pretty low and also you can play around it as well by deliberately holding consistency cards and things like that. Um, playing like altering your play, it feels like something that is much stronger against again, um, maybe a weaker player than it might be against someone who really knows what they're doing.
0: See, I think the options of the deck are why it's not necessarily just the Mali V Max, but it's you have just everything else that you can do. You can Dark Moon, mm-hmm. you have your Mewtwo, you have Black Lance, you have Greedy Crush, you have your Moltres. Like, that's why I'm such a fan of it. Like, hey, I've got my Mali and I'm going to disrupt your hand, but also. If you don't respond fast enough, I'm gonna dark moon your threat, and then I just win.
4: And
1: I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, it's cool.
0: Pokemari asks, and this will be the last one. What single card would you ban from span- standard format if you could?
1: Marnie. Single card.
3: <laughs> Marnie, easy. How do I pick
2: one? <laughs> um, boss. <laughs> okay. I think boss. I think I'd- I think I'd pick boss, because it doesn't do anything constructive at the moment. And the problem is, as well, is you could probably build more interesting decks if you didn't have boss. Like, let's- let's have a look at the- I know Pedro has been playing, like, Blaziken and Urshifu at the moment. Yes. With a 2-2 line of each, which is super cool, but I really get, like, concerned of only playing 2 of a V, because- so often you need to get two down at once or else you get it get like chain bossed or whatever and then you need but like as a result of boss you need to play much thicker lines uh and then it as a result constricts creativity so not only does it affect like gameplay it affects like things like that and uh and that's not to say that, like that's a bad deck because it's interesting it's just the thing that jumps out to me that not having boss in format would fix Uh, it would make a lot of other issues as well, like Urshifu would probably be absurdly broken if there's no, like, bench barrier, right? Because they just do that. And then it's very difficult to balance Urshifu without boss, because, like, let's say you print bench barrier on a Mew, and then suddenly they can't boss and KO it. And so it's a super hard counter, right? Uh, so you get balance issues there. But also the other thing with boss is, like, it would probably make Shadow Rider pretty broken if there was no boss, because they could build up their energy by pivoting shadow riders around i just think boss isn't the right um isn't the right gust to have like toy cash is probably good so that if you hit a v max hard enough or will set it up then you can bring it back up and then you're yeah, not, you are
3: not. you have to share all you know. it or or it's gonna sit there
2: with 20 hp left yeah exactly and so we'll have to see like without the dene if it still is like problematic but i, I think i'd ban boss yeah
0: I think the one yeah. reason I couldn't ban boss is Lily's Poke Doll. And just like suddenly control becomes lit- I think literally unbeatable. Because like Munchlax yeah. is going to get you back a doll every other turn. You have four dolls to deal with. So you're going to be able to get back dolls pretty consistently. And then you can always just play like an Excadrill and shove some dolls back in the deck. And then you just kind of keep going. And
2: Excadrill's yeah, fine.
3: Every-
0: everyone can beat Excadrill. Easily. Well, not if there was no boss and you had Poke Dolls.
2: But I don't think the control would actually be good without um with no boss rope. because they can't well, people would play more broke, which is like fine or Fion. But they can't rope. they can't boss stall stuff. True. And that's like they win con. So even if you have
0: seemingly infinite dolls. Well I like, guess not infinite. You would have four prizes probably of dolls. But uh, so but you'd also have like sixteen, you have about twenty dolls.
3: Well if you play the paying Italian, you can leave it on the bench and KO them <laughs> and then make them bring it back and that's the turn bringing back
2: dolls True. okay yeah now I mean, I maybe Excadrill would be a little bit broken I don't know but I think that's a problem that you could fix in other ways in decks and you could find a way to beat it because control's not unbeatable like especially the doll version you could easily beat by playing um alternate things uh like you know I guess like rope or um bench sniping stuff like there's, there's Pokemon, plenty of ways to do it
3: There's there's regular catcher I know I've been playing a little control myself in Legacy. That would and, be the only uh, problem with banning boss. Yeah. Actually, you'd have
2: to get Flipcatcher gone as well.
0: Yeah. Henry, what did you just do to the format?
2: Uh, I don't know. I, but yeah, I think that's what, I, what What would you guys ban? Did Marnie. Get it out of here. Marnie, yeah i yeah. Well, I'm we Thinking to the future, I'm thinking to. I'm. I'm. am Marnie's pro- a close guy. second. Maybe not yeah. a second, but it's a problem as well.
3: It me. just needs a replacement. I think post. Our same with boss. Yeah. Just, same with boss. They. They're. Yeah. They. They just need a, a replacement. I don't think they need strict bans, per se. Uh,
2: yeah, I just Gent- don't like. I just really don't like boss. At least not in its in its prevalence at the moment.
3: A gentle rethinking.
2: Yeah. And maybe they can uh, ban it and then uh,
3: go ahead and print a new card and never give it to us. Which seems to be the MO. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back to the Grant rant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Henry, where can the people find you at if they want more <laughs> Benry TCG in their life?
2: The people can find me at twitch.tv under, uh, benry underscore TCG, which I feel like is the ninth time we've plugged that this, uh, this podcast. Oh, yeah. You can find me at on Twitter at um at Benry Brand. Um yeah, you can just like absorb all of that. I stream two to three times a week at the moment. So get around that. May increase, may decrease, who knows? <laughs> no no pressure here. If you want coaching or if you want to ask me a random question uh, that you know something bizarre, then go for it. You can message me on Twitter. Um yeah, that'll do it. Grant, where can the people
0: no. find you? <laughs> if they yeah. somehow okay, haven't already gone to you.
3: Yeah. I I don't need your follows or anything, but it's real book, Boosie K, one word, no underscore on the Twitter. Again, I'm not a simp for anyone, but I if you can catch a, a Benry Brand stream, it's definitely worth it. He's um it, he's uh it's really entertaining. Teaches you how to Build a deck and and also really good about what you need to do in between turns. And again, not a simp, but a huge fan of Henry Brand, World Champ. Thank you, Brand. Raining World Champ.
2: And then also, Um, yeah, (laughs) still. Actually, I will say, I'm going to have lunch after this and then stream, actually. So let's go. If anyone wants to tune in in about probably half an hour to an hour, then I'll be on. Yo, there we I'll go there. stream tonight <laughs> maybe
3: might have to raid into that thank uh thanks for coming on henry
0: yeah thank you no, so thanks much thanks for having me appreciate it been fun and of course you can find me twitch twitter youtube at mellow underscore this has been another episode of the lake of rage podcast we'll catch you all next week